Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show. West Coast edition. Left Coast Tuesday something or other. I forget. Changes from week to week, but uh, I am almost always here. And joining me this week, for now... Is Steve Kruger. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Um, how's everyone doing out there? If you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty. Email us at the mail sack at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Tumblr, which is kept up by Darren and Tyson. And that's at uh, tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. And it never ceases to amuse Kruger that we have. No continuity. No continuity no in our brand, brand loyalty. Yes. We, we, are, we are rank amateurs, which is why people... I think people listen out of pity sometimes. It's like, oh, aren't they cute? Pity listen? They, they, what is rank... They're trunks. Am- does that mean you're ranked as an amateur? Oh, is yeah. that that term we means? We are rank. No, no. We, 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 we stink. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, the stench of amateurishness. Yeah. Well, there's the first... Uh, of through there's the, the first Tumblr... Uh, uh, posting oh, is, yeah. is what the rank, etymology of rank the amateur. etymology of rank amateur um we will be joined uh, momentarily by another merp that would be a minor internet radio personality if you, this is your first time listening uh welcome but we have our tiny little in jokes like merps like um and steve says funny things from time to time yeah occasionally occasionally no steve is uh the the f- funny one of the podcast, <laughs> our comedy podcast. Oh boy, I'm the funny one. Oh, we're in trouble. It's going to be a long day. You know, I love that Steve gets to join in on the podcast because he's also he's a very busy guy. But uh, I'm also a little sad when I see him because I think, oh, Steve's not working right now. Well, I'm not working in on, an office. In an office, yes. right? No, no, Steve's always working on stuff, but he's you know I, I like it when you're on staff because that means you get paid a lot of money and. Um, you're doing something, but uh, I'm doing something right now. Yeah, you are. You're make, creating, ma- creating making comedy, amateur content that's ranked <laughs> by no, somebody. That, that's stinky, stinky, stinky amateur uh, content. And good morning to Mike O'Donohue and Chris Brown and and uh, at ST Boost. Um, and uh, Jade Lynn was uh, listening a few days ago because she was listening to a recorded one because she was a potted one, a potted one. Ah. Because she was uh, suffering from insomnia. <laughs> oh, this will put you right to sleep. Yes. Um, and yeah, it does. I th- that's one thing that people do with, with uh, podcasts is fall asleep to them. Do you do what? No, no I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like to hear voices when I sleep. I have to listen to music without lyrics. Mostly, okay. mostly Boards of Canada, which is, um, oh, yeah. it's like audio ambient. It just puts you right to sleep. It is. It, that, what, what else do you listen to? I listen to um, the uh, Stars of the Lid. No idea. Uh, it's same. It's like that. It's like if you put um, uh, uh, Boards of Canada on Ambien. I see. Uh, it's just like atmospheric. Zero sounds. beats per per measure. Oh yeah. There, no, it's there's no rhythm. It it is just that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic stuff too. It's. I don't understand how people go to sleep to television or while the television on like somehow well, uh, Lance Mountain will fall asleep during Stephen Colbert something about his voice puts comforting. her right to sleep and I, I say he's shrieking he's playing a wildly conservative character that's right. that's outraged by everything why does that put you to sleep uh, I find that very odd 
It's like in, in Dawn of the Dead when um, the zombies are coming back to the mall and then they're like, why do they keep coming here? And I was like, well, it's like the one vestige of their, their soul is to come back to the mall. And it's like, they have an Orange Julius coupon. Right, right. Must get Orange Whip. Three Orange Whips. So I was just doing this, uh, this play and we'll talk a little more about that. Oh, tell me about the play. Later. Later. Oh, later. But and and I mentioned this before. Like one of the props I have is a Bible, and you're just sitting around waiting, and I'm reading the Bible, and it's like I don't understand how this shit can hold up in real life. Like, oh like even if you read it as a parable, where do you draw the line of like, oh, well, you know, he didn't actually like, or God didn't actually create the the world in in six days. Yeah, he did. The, he told us that right, it's right. been written down. But so like, if you say, oh, well, that's just parable, or that's because they didn't no uh stuff back then well then did jesus turn water into wine or is that is yes. that still parable like like being nice to people i think jesus had some wine and everyone was drinking water and he said oh look what i have and they went he it's a miracle and then it it was foretold that he did such so there are a lot of rational people who who read the bible and and are religious and and that's fine i just don't know how you reconcile where where like did he Turn the fish into feed, you know, hordes of people like one little sack of fish. And, and well, let me help you out a little bit here. It's all made up. I it's all made up. So I just, understand it, that. Okay. But so, but okay. so, but I don't know how rational thinking people. Can, well, they can't be that rational if they're like, well, the, the universe was created in seven days by one dude. No, that's not. Have you seen Cosmos? It 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 took a couple couple of weeks at least. Um. Yeah. No. It, but. Okay, so th- there's that. And uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted because uh, there was something that my phone made a noise. Um, and it was, here's, uh, like, the Bible was written in a time when people had questions and there were no answers because they're, like, why does this... It was the, pre-podcasts. It was pre-podcasts. It was pre, uh, uh, pre-how uh, things work. It would not happen today with the internet. A religion... Actually, that's an idea I have for a show, so we could open this up because I, I thought... Um, what better thing to do than just start a new religion based on what's going on today, which is what uh, L. Ron Hubbard did. You should sure. read. Did you read Going Clear? Uh, no, no, no. But I mean, I've, I'm very It's really good. You should. Uh, anyone who reads books and wants to read a fascinating story about a man should read Going Clear. It's about L. Ron Hubbard. And it's also about Hollywood and um, Paul Haggis. Yeah. Who seems like a very intelligent dude? He wrote dude. Crash. He wrote. He's won an Oscar. He, he wrote on Elf, didn't he? Write on Elf or yeah, or the, the some, some Facts show. of Life or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and he got into it. And I I always wondered, well, how do really smart people get into this religion? Right. And it it details that, but it, it's mostly about L. Ron Hubbard, who's a fascinating dude. But um, yeah, he reinvented religion for today. For he, yeah, there's this crazy myth story about Zeno and right. Thetans and but all. But I think it's more about the promises that it that it holds. You know, yeah, it unlocks, positive thinking and keeping right. people like Marty and Steve and the rest of the Merp crew away from you because they're suppressive people. Right, right, right. Like suddenly, like rational thought becomes suppression. Yeah, you know, critical thinking. So. Anyhow, the the Bible was written and it it offered answers. It said, "Oh, well, you know, where did the earth come from? This guy made it in six days. Where did people come from? They're molded of clay. Where did women come from? They came from Adam's rib." Don't worry about the dinosaurs. Not not important. Right, right. Don't don't worry about the fossil record. Well, and that was buried underneath. People didn't have access to that. So, as science 
The science existed then too. Like people, there were eh, but, you know, a little bit they're looking up at the stars. Science, sure. but yeah, yeah, no one was looking through a microscope, going, "Oh, we're made of little tiny things." Right. But there were people that were that were inquisitive about the world and said, "Oh, how can we make people not sick, or how can we heal people uh, with when Jesus isn't around to <laughs> heal them for us?" Okay, I wouldn't okay. call that science, but well, there was, healers. There was inquiry back then, and then, but then. As back, that, just can we say back then when, when exactly we're we talking about uh, this sometime is, in the you know the, the five thousand years ago sure okay or it's three thousand three thousand years ago um, before well, the Holy Roman Empire well people were always curious okay and then some people would be satisfied with oh okay the God created the the stars in the heavens and that's that's cool and then there was the the Copernicuses of the world who just looked up at the sky and tried to figure it out and like oh well based on the movement of these stars and the uh, the sun we probably revolve around the sun Ptolemy as well Ptolemy yeah sure uh, and been waiting eight weeks to use a Ptolemy reference thank you for let's teeing that up beautifully right so it's spelled with a P right it is yeah yeah and then and then. Uh, <laughs> And then science changes his mind and, like, and then adds nuance to it. And not only um, are we revolving around the, the Earth, but then all these other planets are too. And then, and then we're part of a galaxy. And, and so science keeps rewriting itself, but the Bible doesn't. Oh, I think you just found your next project. What's that? Bible 2.0. Bible 2.0. Re- rewrite it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really good. Actually, that, that would be good. It's like Lord of the Rings meets a Game of Thrones meets... <laughs> I like. I don't know. That would be. I would actually. I might read that. Oh, we should get on that. All right. Let's let's wrap up early and uh, let's let's get the dry erase board out and let's let's board this up. That's a good right. idea. <laughs> when Darren says some people take a day to mean thousands of years, only when they're listening to this show. Um, yeah, it feels like a thousand. People years. try to make anything fit. Yeah, people try to make a- anything fit. Like the big. Well, anyhow, we can get into it. But we. So I'm watching Bill Maher on Friday. And they, he talks about the climate, the rising, uh, rising climate, because... Uh, in, oh, he's one of those liberals who believes in climate change? Right. Oh, <laughs> believes damn. in it, yeah. And then, the, because the, in the Antarctic, there's, there are these glaciers, and they, these scientists just came out recently and said, like, it's accelerating, there's no way to reverse it. Point of no return, Point of I no believe, return. is the uh, phrase. Yes. It's over. Yeah. And it reached a tipping point, too. Yes. Is, Ooh, even yes. better. And Gladwellian. So, so the uh, ocean sea rise will happen much faster than we than climate scientists originally thought. Wonderful, wonderful. So you've got these um, these, and then basically, uh, I forget what the, the actual time is, but it could go up as much as ten feet. And so there are all these maps that have been created out there that show what will happen. Ooh, maps to the world if I love or the country if it goes up ten. Ten feet, and basically Manhattan will be flooded. New Orleans will be flooded. Well, you're 20 minutes from the beach here in Eagle Rock, so you'll, I'll be you'll, fine. you'll be fine. I'll be fine. You'll have beachfront property. Yeah, yeah. It's Malibu's going to go underwater. Fuck them. They're fucking assholes over there. So it's and, a good thing. And then, although uh, New Orleans will be gone, New Orleans I like New Orleans, and I like Manhattan too. Eh, a lot of Jews. <laughs> Not unlike Florida, there's Orleans. a lot of Jews there too. Miami would be underwater. So basically, God hates Jews. Duh. <laughs> Haven't you read the Bible? <laughs> Um, I'm a Jew. I can say that. Yes, you can say that. Rick, Rick Scott is the governor of of, uh, of Florida, and he has an oceanfront home. And he's on the record as saying, "I don't believe in climate change." Okay, I think this. I I'm not convinced. 
I'm not convinced that by isn't, isn't that what they were telling Galileo about? Uh, no, no, no. The sun is the center of the universe, and right, they, they right. didn't they didn't believe it. So uh, what did they do to him? Yeah, stuck him in a cell, cell and yeah. just let him well, let him give him a pen and paper. And yeah, go, go to town. Yeah, you're fine. Um, so even though 97 percent, over 97 percent of climate scientists say that global warming is happening and it's caused by human intervention. Yes. So Rick Scott chooses not to believe that, even though he has a $9.2 million mansion that is just 200 feet from the ocean, and it will flood, like, based on these, these projections. It will be co- covered in water. And, uh, and he says, um, yeah, he, he's, he says, I don't, I'm not convinced that there's any man-made climate change. And then he says, uh, he says, I'm not a scientist, but I'll tell you what, we're going to make sure to continue to make the right investments in the state to take care of our environment. We love living here. Okay, if you're not a scientist, how can you say, how can you not be convinced by 97% of scientists? That's because he's a Republican. Okay. So that means he's getting money from someone else who doesn't want to make any change. But I think this is also goes down to Bible belief. Like you, you just choose not to, you choose to ignore rational thought. Like it just doesn't fit in your worldview. Like it, it doesn't make sense. That means I will have to change my behaviors. But couldn't didn't God do a bad thing to weather in the Bible? Didn't he uh, flood the earth? Uh, he did. Yeah. So isn't isn't this God mad at us and because it, of all the Jews that we're allowing uh, to have Israel? A six year six hundred year old man built a boat <laughs> yes. to survive it. But I am I I would imagine that was based upon weather patterns that were there was flooding and they're like oh there, we should tell a great story of a I mean floods had happened. When, at the time of the writing of the Bible, so they used it as a parable. But if you believe if you believe that nonsense, wouldn't you believe that God is melting the earth to cook us off to bring back the dinosaurs or whatever's next? But actually, there's a big evangelical movement to fight climate change. Like there, there's. Oh, I can't. We can't. We can't. It's, it's just so complicated. It's very complicated. Can we just talk about comic books? It's easy. No. Yeah. I just I, I just marvel at like how can these people be so just. Fucking stupid! It's fucking stupid! I was trying to think of a, a clever word for it, but no, it's just fucking stupid. And but then I think, okay, well, part of me believes. I, I mean, I respect people's beliefs in religion, but part of me thinks they're fucking stupid. Well, uh, it's also you. You need to look at the age of a religion, and uh, usually the older ones have evolved a little bit. Uh, Hinduism, I think, is one of the oldest that's still around. Uh huh. It's pretty evolved. They're not, you know, tossing people. Into a uh, right, uh, they're not stoning people. Or... Yeah, uh, Judaism, my people, five thousand years old or fifty four hundred years old. Yeah, they've yes, the the Orthodox are a little ridiculous, but your average um, garden variety Jew is you know basically just trying to get through the day. They're not worried about the rapture. They're not worried about you know. There's it's it's more of a, a cultural lifestyle than a, than a dogmatic. You know, we we have to do X and Y. But the newer religions like Christianity and Mormonism, uh, Mormonism, and Scientology. you know Scientology, <laughs> they're they have not quite evolved yet. They haven't went uh, okay. We need to be a little little more this, a little less that. Right, so right. Um, everyone should just become a Jew, and we'll all be fine. <laughs> I'll be eating corned beef and going. Blah, blah, blah. I, well, I have a little schmeckle in my throat. Well, I think that there is a, a growth of, of movement of critical thinking thanks to the internet and thanks to thanks to uh, this podcast in particular. Yes. and so and I think the internet um, has created a, and there there's a, a growing movement. But, but you just said it right there. Five thousand years ago, information took years to travel 
a mile. I right. mean, there just wasn't a, a a platform to get information out. Now, like, but come on. There's also a platform for misinformation. So you get a, a, a on the internet. So crackpots no, get to meet no. other crackpots, and uh, so I have a, that. one of Lance Mountain's That's always going to be right Lance now. Mountain's friend is a, is a Catholic, and she's raised and she knows nothing. She's just a Catholic because, pardon me, her parents were Catholic and she's raising her kids Catholic. And I just asked her like, what, but you don't even, she doesn't know anything. I know more about the Bible than this woman. She just does it because I, uh, you know, she's Italian and Christmas we have fish on this. And then she, she knows not of what she does, but she's raising her kids that way. Right. And I said, well, uh, why? Like, I don't tradition, I guess, but I'm not going to raise my kid a Jew just let them be whatever, whatever, you know, if you, if you find it, Usually in prison, uh, you need religion, right? Um, but it it also comes out of extreme poverty. You know, where where's where's hope. Islam? And you're looking for hope, basically. Yeah, uh, prevalent in really poor parts of the world where you know outsiders are doing horrible things. So right. it, it it makes sense. It's a way to organize people behind your whatever. But yeah, you know, middle class ding dongs like us. We're yeah, okay. We'll do Christmas and Easter. Where where are the eggs? Well, it's a weird way to teach morality of like, oh, if you're a good person, then you will reach, get a great reward in the afterlife. As opposed to, if you're a good person, then people are going to be, yeah, but that society is going to benefit. Th- think about the Middle Ages and think how horrible life was. You right. just, it, your life was about 40 years, which now, that's, the, you know, in today's world, you're still living with your parents. Hey, get down, you beast. Your dogs are attacking the uh, the studio here. Attack- yeah, they're at the gate. They're like climbing over the gate like in uh, Planet Z. But life was terrible, so World you have Z. to promise people, oh, uh, you, when you die, it's going to get so much better. The same thing with, with right, Islam. Right. Like, ah, oh, you're going to, what is it, 92 versions? 72. I, c- I can never remember. It's a weird number. Yeah. It's a very specific number. I don't know. I don't, but does it say that in the, in the Quran? You know, I haven't read it in years. I, I'll have to check. Uh, I have a Quran <laughs> app. I figure 71 virgins would be great, but I want one whore in there. I want some girl who's like, I'll fucking eat your ass for eternity. Like, okay, I'll, I'm going to hang out with her for a couple thousand years. I'm going to go back to the, you know, ooh, it hurts. Ooh, stop, 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 stop. Like, like, I, I have no interest in having sex with a virgin. Like, I'd much rather be with somebody who knows what they're doing. Uh, I, I would want a, a rainbow of, of virgin all the way to, you know, Madonna in the 80s. Just like whore. Just fucking... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and maybe you know what? I'm dead. Throw a couple dudes in there. Who knows? You know what? Yeah, I'll try it. I can't I've, get. I've, I've got I can't get AIDS twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I uh, throw them in there. You know what? You get celestial AIDS. My my cornhole's open. Why don't you? Uh, you know, we'll see Check what happens. Out. Check, Check it out. out. You know. Yeah. I, I, I would think at that point, just virgins weeping <laughs> as as you uh, penetrate. Yeah. Okay. I I want. I, you know what? I'm going to rewrite. Uh, you know what? You rewrite the Bible. I'm going to rewrite the Quran. Um, by born. the way, good morning to uh, Yako. Can't listen live, but hello. You're to not Mike. missing anything. Yeah. And Darren already corrected us on several things. Um, and <laughs> The uh, corrector. The corrector. You stand and corrected, sir. Ash Williams posted a nice little poster of Jesus coming out of Easter eggs. Yes. And, um, and then... Uh, SD Boost asked about uh, DJ Master, and I haven't heard from him lately. Um, I we, we will check with him in with him soon, and uh, uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, Dan is working on the show. He's going to be in Canada for six months, so I don't know if we'll be hearing from him anytime soon. 
uh, which see. which Canada? Vancouver, Canada. Oh, the good Canada. The, yeah, the Asian friendly Canada. <laughs> and then let's see. Asian I don't friend. haven't heard from um, Bill has a call back today, and I haven't heard from Emily at all. Wonderful. I don't have no idea what's going Maybe on. Maybe we'll her. call her later. All right. Let's Does she have a phone? I, I don't know. I imagine it's like a steampunk one that you know needs oil, an oil gas mix to get going. Yeah. <sighs> what? What was that? Did you hear that? Yawn for the ages. Good morning. Hey, it's Emily. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi, Marty. You? I'm all right. Thanks for pouring some extra firm coffee. <laughs> I'll put some extra milk in there for you, just Thanks. for you. Uh, Emily, where the hell have you been, and how have you been? How the hell have you been? I've been okay. I've been okay, and I've been home, to answer right in the mic. question. Hello, the, everybody. Like, Hello, radio. The last land. thing that was written about you was, Emily needs to talk more into the mic. Really? Yeah. That was the, the one note that you got. Great. Oh, and also, where's Emily? Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's not talking in the mic. We can't hear her. Haven't heard her for weeks. <laughs> she's been here the whole time. Yeah, I have. I've been enough. sitting here yeah. having opinions and making comments. I just haven't heard them. Um, so you've been busy? Yeah, I've been busy. I've been sick. I've been, uh, I've been okay. I've been go- okay. I've been good. Your health is better? Yeah. Well, no, but it's been diagnosed. I oh, have, that's good. I have slight traces of mercury poisoning. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did Yeehaw! <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So you're on chelation therapy? No, I'm gonna try to do something a little bit gentler because I've heard rumors that uh, chelation therapy uh, it, it actually apparently it can pass the brain barrier, which can be extremely dangerous, and it's it's really only good for very high levels of mercury talk uh, right because it takes out of other. Trace out yeah. elements, right? And it stirs stuff up in a in a major way. And I um, I'm not that bad. And do they know where it came? From? Yeah, who poisoned you? We don't know. The po- do you eat? <laughs> do you eat lots of? He Putin? doesn't care for your opinions on the podcast. Yes, kill her, kill the kill the girl. That's my Putin. That was good. That was terrible. That was I, don't know, I don't know what fucking accent that was. It was, it was I don't Russian at this hour. It's not good. You don't want to hear it. Um, um tuna. I do eat lots of fish. It could be that. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd go with the someone poisoned me story. That's, yeah. that's sexier. More likely. This guy I met on Tinder. It didn't work out. Yeah. And then I he put he, some tincture into my drink. I came back from the, the bathroom and my yeah. drink tasted funny. When you work in theater, there's always a high probability of somebody trying to poison you. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get into character. Oh, yeah. No, I saw Showgirls. I know what oh, show yeah. business is like. Oh, yeah. Theater. Show business. Okay. Oh, show business. Yeah. I thought I was roofied on Saturday. Have you ever been roofied? I've 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 always like left he the drink out there open. Yeah, like, mom... I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Nobody mess with my drink. And no. no. No? Nice try with the reverse psychology. Yeah. Uh you want to work in bars because they're already drunk. Right. <laughs> what what how did you Well I roofied myself in oh, college, well, just I wanted to try it. And yeah, it, yeah, you it, mentioned I, before, I then... it felt and uh Saturday I just I all of a sudden, like, I'm going to just pass out in this restaurant. And I'd been drinking somewhere else, and I had to go to the bathroom and slap myself in the face a bunch of times. And I thought, did Lance Mountain – is she poisoning me? <laughs> and the next, and then uh, we went home. I don't know how I drove. I don't know how – I apologized to anyone I killed in Los Angeles with my car. <laughs> and I and we got, I got home at like – this was not like a late night. This was just dinner and a drink or something. And I woke up in my beat laboratory. That's my office in the in our house. 
lying on my back, strumming a guitar with headphones, just Holy playing shit. gigantic by the Pixies over and over again. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like, how did I even get here? <laughs> I was in the bathroom at a restaurant and now I'm lying on the floor. I feel like I've been roofied. And, did she, you, and I, I questioned her uh, long and hard the next morning. Um, which is a euphemism for having sex with her. No, I, I, I asked her, like, did you roofie me? And she could not. Uh, she's like, why would I roofie you? And I, I don't know. Like, you're trying to kill me and you're trying to gauge how much poison you need. Or, <laughs> I don't know. You're going to push me down the stairs. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm very paranoid. Was it Ambien? Did you take any Ambien? Ambien actually has the opposite effect on me. I wake up and I just write. I have uh, journals from. Paris when I was there. But just, do you like, remember? Like, yes, you I'm conscious fully conscious. Like, oh, I have a great idea. Or I was just writing about food and I'd eaten in Paris. The story, the, like the story of Ambien that I've heard is like if you it which chapter you, from the Bible is the, yeah, the story of Ambien? Yeah. The story of Ambien. It's yeah, in that, John. Yeah. It's in John or uh, letters. Ezekiel. Yeah, um, <laughs> letters. Letters from Ambien. But like you, you get drowsy. But if you wait it out, then you can. Then you get a weird high. I thought that was uh, quaaludes. Well, maybe they're similar. Oh. But no, they're... Ambien just wakes me up. But yeah. I, I have taken a rehyp- rehypnol yes, before, you, you, and I know what it feels like, and this felt the same. Oh, neat. So, oh, no, neat. no, I was dosed. Oh, isn't that neat? That's not fun. Uh, there's a, look this up. Uh, this is from like five years ago, but there was a, uh, this guy posted a phone messages that he left for a friend. It's called Drew and, on Ambien, and he talks about like, uh, I just took an Ambien and I'm just sitting here. I'm really tired. Haven't slept in a while. And, and there are dragons here. And then he yeah. just goes on this. That's <laughs> what I, that's what I did, but I, I yeah. scribbled it down. And but, he talks about hanging out with dragons. It's, it's actually very funny. It's, it doesn't, like, there are weird things when it's like, do you pitiful. hallucinate on well, Ambien? Uh, Drew did. Well, apparently, if you haven't slept in several. Well, yeah, yeah. Days, I think, I like, imagine. <laughs> being sleep deprived is not unlike being on drugs. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I find, and that's what I think. Like when you, these monks talk about, like Buddhist monks talk about, like you know, uh, meditating for days and like reaching like nirvana. I th- just think that they're tripping. Yeah, like, the brain is a power, is depri- a very powerful computer, and when you fuck with it and it's, stay up for forty hours, powerful yet delicate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations on finding out what it was. That's yeah. uh, that's got to be feel better. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. except. For the seven yeah. <laughs> symptoms of mercury poisoning. Yeah. She's a mad hatter, is what she is. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know, that's where that term comes from, because when working with uh, hatters who used to work with mercury, and when they were dealing with felt, um, and then that's they would get mercury poisoning. Why, why were, mercury and felt? Uh, why were we so into mercury? Everything was mercury. it's so cool. It is cool. It's cool, but it's uh, it, cool. it just seems like it was like, hey, you just beat two eggs, put a little mercury in there, and you've got an omelet. Like yeah. everything from oh, 500 years ago was mercury. That wine would be better if you had a little mercury You want, you want a there. drop of mercury well, in They there? would actually add lead to wine because it would make it taste sweeter. Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow. And yes. Uh, how we're not all dead, I don't understand. Well, they, they did. Because <laughs> some people oh, were poor. That's right. Yeah, a lot of people are dead because mercury. Yeah. Not good. Um, so I was doing this play. and Oh, tell me about your play. So it was based on this Hawthorne story, and it's a, a bit of a dramatic play. It just ended this weekend, and it was a lot of fun. And But I, I haven't done a lot of dramatic things. It's usually just... Uh, sad things? Sad. <laughs> oh, you mean in, in, in theater, not in life. In okay. theater, yes. I usually do comedy things, sketch shows yes. and whatnot. And uh, 
there's a lot of uh, this was a um you know i actually had to do character stuff which as opposed to shtick and and you I, had to act i had to act not act like an ass and i i, I figured out it's a lot like meditation i have you do you guys meditate at all mm-hmm. i'm meditating right now yes but like meditating you're you're trying to focus on nothing mm-hmm. and you're constantly distracted and you don't you you can't be you can't focus on being distracted it's just a part of what's going what's happening mm-hmm. and i found that like i, I mean this is pro- not a revelation to anybody else but me but like acting in in character is like you're thinking about your dead wife or whatever you know character's dead wife mm-hmm. and but then you're also thinking wiener schnitzel's right across the street <laughs> yeah. and they have these new chili fries with pastrami on it maybe that's what I'm going to have after the show. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to be sad. And then, but it it was a weird thing. And and not getting caught up in being distracted was uh, a very liberating thing for me. And it was some of the most fun acting I've I've done. Hmm. And I was wondering what you thought about that. Um, My thought on that is that people... Like that's what the mind does, so it's what your your character's mind would do. Like your character would be sad about his dead wife and also thinking of Wiener Schnitzel. You know, right? It's like they're well, like that's... I mean, it's a Puritan character. It's a Nathaniel <laughs> Hawthorne story. I couldn't really justify that. Um, but you know, like like everybody's mind, uh, we're constantly thinking about you know three or five thoughts at a time, or cycling between them. So it's. You know, I don't, I don't think it's as, you do have to focus, obviously, but also that, that level of distraction, I think is, uh, you know, you see actors who will, who sometimes hyper-focus and it just, it just makes you gag. And it's usually in theater where you see like these sort of hyper-focused, non-realistic, sort of cheesy, disconnected performances. And, right. And I That's, think, yeah. I think part of being an actor is allowing, allowing the, the, you know, mind to, to do what it naturally does. I right. mean, cause that's, you know, everybody wants to be natural. So you have to allow for the basic human things to happen. With like this wandering mind, our director made a, had a thing where, because it's, there's a lot of religious themes in it and a lot of like, um, what was it? Was it a scarlet letter? No, it was a, it's called the minister's black veil. It's based on a short story. Okay. And, and, and it's about a lot of reflection on, on one's sins and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. before the show, we weren't allowed to talk. Was for, this in a church? No, no, no. It, it was oh. not a religious play at all. Oh, okay. But, it, but it's more just, it, it's a, 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 but there are themes of religion in it. But and where did you do it? At the Eclectic Theater in North Hollywood. Okay. And uh, it's a little 45 seat place. I know the Eclectic. I drive by it. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, across the street from the Wiener Schnitzel, right across the street, of course. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so, but in doing that, like you had this time to focus, and also I'd never had to cry on cue before. How'd it go? It went really well. It was yeah. yeah. And you of all people, I would imagine, could cry pretty easily. Not, shut up! You don't know. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> uh, but I didn't have to think about little, you know, dead. Your dead are, dog. Yeah, my dead dog. Oh, I, I just Aww. it was really fun in the. What's you're in touch with your emotions? I'm, I'm. I was in touch. My character was in touch with his emotions. Aww. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed it. Oh, it's all right. Um, that's funny. I, I, it's uh, 34 minutes in, and uh, I can drop a name, right? I haven't dropped any names. No, no, go ahead. No, but when I was my first job in Hollywood was with, with Gary Oldman. Wait, what? Why? I don't know if I've ever just met. I've never about this. heard this before. Wait, wait uh, yeah. the Gary Oldman? Well, and. 
at the time, people would say, God, you I worked loved with, him in Dracula. You worked with Gary Coleman? And I would say, no, not the little black kid. like Gary, like, Gary Cole. No, Gary Coleman. That's what people would say. But, they'd say, who do you work for? I said, Gary Oldman. I said, Gary Coleman? It's very annoying. But I would. What you talking about, Steve? Yeah. But I would ask, you know, I'm just a kid right out of college, and I was asking him, like, how do you get it? How do you know a character? You know, this this British actor sitting in my office all day long, bored, because he had nothing else to do. And he he said, I, I know a character when I know what's in their fridge, which I found really <laughs> was funny and, like, shorthand. That's oh, such, that's a, great. such an actor answer, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was Gary, it was not Gary Coleman. It was fucking not, actors, man. Well, but Shit I was... they say. Gary Coleman just thinks, what, what's, in, what's in my refrigerator? What's in my fridge? <laughs> well, I said, <laughs> what, I looked at him, and I said, what was in Oswald's fridge? And he went, very little. And I'm like, oh, that, that, that's cool. But that was a cool, you know... Like, it's oh, it's, it's a shorthand. I mean, that's a good... Like, but he, you, I think he'd, be, he'd done 10 years of theater and then worked with terrible, awful Hollywood directors. He's looking for like a shorthand. Yeah, like, yeah. what's in my character's it's, fridge? It's you're like, like oh, there's nothing in there. It's like no, a, I mean, I'm, it's like I'm a checklist. Postulated. It's a, like a checklist where you're like, okay, I've done all this work. Now, what would this person have in... Well, I looked at it from as a, as a non-actor. Like, oh, that's a good note to give someone rather than... You're you're angrier. Like no, you're think about your fridge and what's in it. Right, and right. What it, and have like a, a four minute it's conversation. Specific. Yeah, it just. I mean, yeah. And uh, he was tired of either a Hollywood guy going do it again but bigger, which is a wonderful note for an well, actor. Like what, you, you never have to give that note to Gary Oldman or Ken Loach. <laughs> oh, I I watched it on set. I was like, wow, that guy hates you. <laughs> just do it again, but big, bigger, louder, more. Well, that, that's what most directors. But that, that's one. End of the spectrum. The other is the British theater director who, you know, when your character was born, right. he had a cleft lip, and like, no, just he was looking for something in between those two uh, para, uh, well, poles. That's like directing is different from building a character. So, like he, he, because he built that character, he can handle any direction. Like you know, right? Which is, I think, is is great. But that can be different in theater. Like I, I, I know it. I know what Steve's talking about. Right, right. How in theater, you can do that. I mean, I've seen, I've well, I've heard about a specific production where, you know, everybody got on their feet for the first read through, and it was the most amazing show imaginable. And then, <laughs> then they started doing the theater thing and breaking it down and getting into backstory and layering in subtext, and it swiftly became a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. I, well, th- this w- that's the hardest thing in Hollywood is getting out of your own way. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I always say, like, this guy would be good. But he can't get out of his own way. Yeah. Like, no, it, it works. There's you don't you're not beholden to give notes or to direct. You're like, oh, that was good. Just all right. Don't don't change a thing. That's well, perfect. This show had a lot of Bible verse in it, and it, it was to sort of inform the the audience about what the time was like and how people were very God fearing. It wasn't mm-hmm. actually trying to proselytize to the right. audience at all. Uh, but for in the first read through, I'm just like, this is the dullest thing ever. Yeah. Like it, this just sucks. And then as we got doing it more, like some actors really did get in their own way, but mm-hmm. like the main guy was just great. And, uh, what was his name? His name, Marty, you, yes, you weren't the, the main guy, the other main uh, guy, uh, Lucas Dixon. Okay. And he's, he's a guy to look for. He's, he's in, uh, he had his, he's only been here for, out here for like a year and he just he, could he possibly be young and handsome he is uh, young and handsome he <laughs> in la would acting? never have believed it he's on masters of sex uh next the second season he has a, a his first guest starring role so he's out of yale drama look for him so look at that yeah. lucas dixon lucas dixon you heard the it here first I, I, I don't know if it'll be the next big thing but he's a like 
judging him versus the guy who's been who <laughs> he keeps talking about being you know going on tour with uh you know Christmas Carol for forty years like like and listening to him talk about the good old days and how what a great actor he was like who was also in the show mm-hmm. comparing those two like basically a hack to an actor and a hector um but no it was fun fun to just gauge that just see that the how everybody prepares what people do with those 20 minutes before silently oh right yeah and like most people are just mostly out. they're judging what the other people are doing like yeah. that's usually what happens in those 20 minutes and that hack guy <laughs> would just put on so much makeup and then do his like little tai chi in the parking lot and just in like doing yoga before and i'm just laughing at him because i'm like you you're, you're working way too hard for mm-hmm. just this shitty little role anyway, it was a good play um what, what do you were you laughing at ash williams saying all actor fridges are empty <laughs> <laughs> wonderful oh wonderful ash yeah not yes. my fridge absolutely fair yeah marty's Mine well Mars, marty's well fed yeah yes. your fridge is full i am full i had lovely pizza last night oh so good have you seen this movie rock of ages have you heard of this movie uh, it was based this on movie a, that came out two three years yeah ago? it was yeah. based on a, a an la play that went on to broadway yes yeah, yeah. have I you ever seen in the movie no you must why what, it's so fucking bad. What's in Tom Cruise's uh, fridge? Uh, it's horrible, awful, terrible things. Zenu. Zenu. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, whatever from Ghostbusters. That's what's in his fridge, telling him to keep doing it. Anytime I've seen it before, but anytime it comes on the uh, the cable or whatever, I cannot. I cannot. The cable, the the dish, whatever pipes uh, television into my home. Whenever it comes on, I cannot not watch it. All the way through. Like, I'm all right, I'm in. Because it is, I, I can't believe it's huge stars in it. Like Alec Baldwin and uh, uh, Dancing with the Stars girl. Yeah, she's the, I never heard of her because I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but um, Tom Cruise. And it is so miscast and so bad and so cringeworthy. But the, the uh, what the fuck is the song Alec Baldwin sings? He falls in love with um, Russell Brand. Or they fall in love, and it's a jukebox mu- musical, right? It's, it's about hair metal in the eighties, right? But it's all hair metal songs. It's like all songs yes, that and we some all soft know. rock in there. They sing "I Want to Know What Love Is" or something, and uh, they kiss, and then the bus boy goes, "The the beer guy's here," and Alec Baldwin goes, "I'm tell him I'm busy falling in love." Like the lines are so fucking bad. <laughs> and then I read about it, and Alec Baldwin, which made me respect him all the more, tried to get out of it. He's like. I guess he was at the table read and I'm like, oh, this is, I have made a terrible mistake. And he, he feigned, was it Mercury Poisoning? No, that was some other. It was Piven. It was Jeremy Piven trying to get more money out of a movie, say he had. You know, it was a, a play. That, it yeah. Was like Speed it, the Plow or something. Yeah, like some that. mammoth play that. Yeah. Uh, so you're, 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 you already have it in the bag. You're ready I to do. like, I need to get out of this horrible. What was this? What was I thinking? I have, I have Mercury Poisoning. Uh, but apparently so, it didn't work. Apparently I'm going to still end up kissing Russell Brand. That's okay. <laughs> well, they all wanted to be. I think he is English. You he know? is English. I think Tom Cruise was the carrot. Everyone wanted to. You know, you're going to be in a scene with Tom Cruise. So why wouldn't you want to be in this movie? Right. But then they were like, "Oh, wait, what's this movie?" And oh, it is something else. I, that's yeah. I I don't have a huge problem with Tom Cruise as an actor, but I, I, I don't think he's fine in it. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to swing for the fences." Right? He never he, phones he it does in. That in every movie yeah. he's in, like Jack Reacher, I've seen like three times. I'm like, "You're just ridiculous," but I it's a fun movie. 
for what it is. Okay, never well, saw it. Uh, no, he always goes for it. So, and he's the Axl Rose character in the story, like a has-been rocker. But, oh, my God, it is just one embarrassing song after the other. And, and they're <laughs> they're really singing. And it's it's like a movie for a, a four-year-old. Like, the, the plot is like, ugh. I'm still watching that tonight. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking good it sounds like one of those movies that you get together with a bunch of friends and you drink and smoke a lot of weed and just have a gas you know? i i i was just alone and just like i i <laughs> sober going no they didn't just no no don't say that no like every it's it's worth it see it marty all right i will see it listeners Ju- you don't really see it you experience it it's it's juliana hoth is that her name mm-hmm. the, anyhow she was in footloose too the reboot. Re- reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like uh, you sit there and you're like you're working on something like what, what should we name this club or something and you're you, you, you go through a thousand names. And this is about L.A. in the uh, the 80s. Right. And there's a famous club called the Whiskey A Go Go. So what do they call it? The bourbon. Like they just like like that's a that's the, a the that's bur- a first draft idea. Like it's, yeah. it's the bourbon, like right. the, the bourbon a hey hey bourbon a yeah yeah. <laughs> like really, that's the best you got. But I guess you know, Mocking Jay. Like yeah, that's like from whatever the girl Hunger book Games? Hunger Games. Like what is that a rip off of? A mockingbird and a blue, like I don't even, blue jay. I saying, yeah, it's it, it, they, it's the most obvious choice. That's the. Okay, what else? You know, I would go great. The bourbon. Okay, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll find something a little. Eh, maybe look up a myth or something. Like, no, just bourbon. There's no bourbon room in L.A. Oh, it's so bad. Watch it. Can All we right. just watch it now? Yeah. Uh, speaking of watching movies, we're at the brink of the summer movie season. Uh, yeah. What are you anticipating? Uh, nothing really. I'm not a big fan of summer movies. Really? Really? Yeah. I uh, I've heard that uh, Godzilla is amazing. Did we already talk about how everybody says uh, Godzilla is amazing? Amazing? Um, no. Yeah, I read a couple articles about how Godzilla is amazing. Then I talked to a couple friends, and they said Godzilla is amazing. So, so Godzilla is amazing. <laughs> amazing is amazing. Everybody. Um, I love Brian Cranston. Uh, I've loved him since Malcolm in the Middle. But God damn, is he wrinkly? Like, what does he not have a moisturizing regimen? He is. Handsome as fuck, but damn, is he wrinkly? Can he's I, not that old? He's like mid fifties. Actors get wrinkly fast, I guess. Yeah. Or he drinks, or smokes, I don't <laughs> know. or both. Or sleeps on his pillow. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. Is that just like? Did he just get, wake up from a nap and that's just his face mashed into the pillow? I have, was he sleeping on a lace thing, the doily <laughs> that put all the? He's sleeping on wood grain. I don't know what's going on. And he apparently has a, a big bunch of hair on his head. He's a hairy, wrinkly man. Um, I have a review for Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Okay. The new Godzilla movie is an unforgivable shit show that is a huge middle finger to anyone with a brain. Awesome. Can you tell me who gave us that review? Who gave us that review? Yes. It was sent specifically for the show. Oh. um, Who would be so negative? Bill? Bill. Oh. Cleveland Rocks Tweederson? Mr. Watson. Yes. Watterson. 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 what Watts? Tweeterson. Tweeterson. Terrible. Twatterson. Terrible. Um, yeah, so that's what he, that's what was his review. So not, Bless. Not but you got to read it in the right voice. <laughs> you go ahead. I don't have it. Um, it's just going to sound like this. <laughs> with anyone with a brain. <laughs> Unforgivable shit show that is a huge middle finger to anyone with a brain. Yeah. Uh. 
Cleveland rocks. It was two hours. I could have been listening to the Pogues. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the Pogues Aww, are I good. I, he, I, he saw them at a club in Cleveland. The Pogues or Godzilla? Yeah, both. Both. No. Um, yes. Hopefully, he books whatever callback he's in. Did you book your callback last week? When you had a callback last week? Oh yeah, I did. I don't remember. I didn't get it. I don't oh. remember what I don't remember was. I don't remember what happened. It's all a blur, really. <laughs> uh, Darren says that Godzilla is really good. Yeah, fuck Cleveland. Well, uh, this week and is the- I have like a seven day window of interest when a big movie like that comes out. I'm and like, oh, I got to go it, see it, and yeah. now it's seven days, and I'm like, uh, I might see it this afternoon. I have the day off oh, today. Boy, I have an audition. At <laughs> now I know why you can cry on command. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to Godzilla alone. If I go early enough, I get free popcorn. Isn't there some app that you can be paired off with other sad, lonely guys where you can just be at the movies together? No, I never, want to never be by talk. myself because <laughs> I have my little food on one one seat. Get a Korean know? barbecue going. Yeah, it just got. Yeah, I got my you know popcorn accoutrement. <laughs> Truffle salt. No, I use this. Uh, you do the uh, what's it called? Benito flakes. The furiaki. Yeah, yeah. You're Benito. so insane. Well, it's really good. You put like the, the oh my god seaweed okay. and, and yeah. Benito flakes. We are at the That's so the, good the, the bottom of sadness now. We need to come up. We need to swim <laughs> towards the light. Go up. Oh, but Mariana see, Trench of sadness. Maybe I'll wait and wait until uh, the Days of Future Past comes out. Are, are you not interested in that at all? I might go see. I don't know. I'm so. I've been so broken. We've discussed this several times. I'm so broken hearted about Brian Singer, Singer, Singer and how he rapes boys. Yeah, yeah, oh. specifically. Like should like should we boycott it because of that? Because no, he's a boy raper. Yeah, I mean it's not like alleged boy raper. Yeah, al- yes, alleged. He he claims innocence, um, but also I don't feel like it's a Brian Singer movie so much as it is a Marvel product. You know, mm, yeah, I it's not his personal story that he uh, <laughs> he's out a tour that he's had a, to get made. He's a sentinel, yeah. in, in his own life. Uh, and, uh, I think he was there half the time. You know, the other half, he was getting filleted in a trailer. But that, you know, he put the stamp on it. Um, a Million Ways to Die in the West? I yeah. have, I've heard that's fun. I have a friend who worked on that, and he said he said it's it's good, campy, silly fun. From Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. That's weird. I know. Oh, but it has a, a huge cast in it. Yes. That's, that's a- one to see in that seven-day period, because when you go to a comedy with four other people, as I'm sure you've experienced. Uh, yes. Basically, well, every- uh, uh, three people t- going together and you alone. That's the that's the four in the theater. <laughs> that's basically every time I've gone to see a Mike Judge movie in a the yeah. theater, it's been that. But you want to be with a, a a packed house. You want to be everyone that's laughing. Fun. It's everyone, fun to laugh yeah. with everyone else and yeah. hear people giggling. Yeah, I did hear about people who went to Godzilla. You know, and the the, the opening stretch right. and like the, the audiences are cheering and clapping and wooting. And did hooing. you guys see monsters? That's the the guy who directed it. He um, you can watch it on Netflix. It's streaming right now. Um, and that was his first feature, uh, no. and and he has a special effects background. But what was so good about that movie is that it takes place in this post apocalyptic part of Mexico, and and AKA Mexico. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> present, present day Mexico. This is Mexico with tentacly monsters. Oh not, dear. Not dr- AKA Mexico. Not Baja uh, California. Yeah, exactly. Ensen- between Ensenada and Rosarito. But you barely see the monster at all, and it's so it's like what Alien did or what they did in Jaws. Like, like, mm-hmm. like no, they didn't do that in Jaws. And then, then Jaws, they were like, that thing looks stupid. Bruce is a piece of shit, and then they cut around it. And yeah, yeah. But that that and that's what they did in Alien. They cut around it, or they shot around it. They cut around it. Huh? And they they it didn't work, so they just oh, right. shot around. They, right, right, yeah, right. both. 
Mm. Yeah. Which Spielberg uh, admits, like, no, I wanted the first shot of the movie to be the shark. And, you know, all these people talking about, oh, you have to wait 30 minutes to see the shark. And he builds this tension, this Hitchcock. You know, he's a hack. He's just like, show the shark. We got the, get the shark. <laughs> we spent all this yeah. money on we the, the Yeah, shark. we flew the shark out. Oh, we tested it in, in, in fresh water and we're in salt water and everything went, doesn't work. So, huh. yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, the, the mechanical shark was named Bruce. So, yes. Um, so, June 20th, we all got to go to the theater. Because why? Jersey Boys. I had a feeling. I didn't want to spoil your punchline. No, no. You could have spoiled it. That's uh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> starring. Starring Bill. Bill Watson. <laughs> no, that's Twatson. Sorry. Bill Twatson. Bill Twatson. Yes. He's, he's the star of that movie. Um, uh-huh. he's, yeah. he's the star of the movie? I thought Christopher Walken was the star. No. What's wrong with you? Okay. No, he... He's the the bass player. Oh, yeah. So of the whole movie. Uh, well, I think he's in two scenes or two or three scenes, something like that. But that's awesome. Cool. I would love to be in a, a Clint Eastwood movie. Oh yeah, it's way 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 cool. Yeah. Um. So there's that to look forward to. Um. There's the Expendables coming out. Like, let us know what you're. What are you excited about this summer? I heard of a movie. Thank you, Reddit, for turning me on to all these new movies. Um. Some post, uh, just like 10, well, this really awesome Chinese movie I started watching called Hand of Sin or Touch of Sin. It's fucking so good. But there's a movie called Hard to Be a God, which is a Russian science fiction novel from the 60s that I had never heard of. But once oh, I, I'm one, in already. Once Russian I heard, once I heard about it. <laughs> What's it called? Hard to Be a God. <clears throat> Pardon me. And, uh, it had been made a movie into a movie in the 80s, I think. And now, uh, a, a Russian guy started in 2000. He shot until 2006 and has been editing until his death earlier this year and his son picked up. So this thing is 14 years in the making. And the plot is this planet, distant planet, is going through their Middle Ages. And uh, Earth is deep in the future. They, we have you know interstellar travel and some historians travel there to study them to study the middle ages and it is three and a half hours black and white muck spit urine tracking shots just people the most fucked up looking russian actors you've ever seen like just <laughs> chernobyl weird there's no plot it's just he falls in love with a girl or I don't, I don't know i started reading the book because i you know i w- rather than work i'm like oh what's this movie and i have to now download the book and start reading it and look at the old you know it, the i think the uh the 80s movie is on youtube but this this movie is coming out and it just sounds fucking insane the middle ages on another planet it's it's just awesome as envisioned by russians as envisioned by russians right <laughs> well the the uh, the 1989 film was a, a german film i believe and that starred uh um Werner herzog Oh, starred? Yeah, yeah. It was starred. Di- directed by Peter Fleischman. Mm. I don't know that Werner Herzog was ever an actor. He's he's in uh, Jack Reacher. Is he really? God, you and the Jack Reacher. Oh, my, yes. He has a cigar cutter and he cuts people's hands off with the, or fingers off with the, whatever. That's a terrible <laughs> Werner Herzog. Was that, a, that was worse than my Putin. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> und, und, uh, we take off the fingers? We can't all be Paul F. Tompkins. He does a very funny Werner Herzog. Okay. That's, a, that's a great impression. That'll, that'll uh, take you right to Broadway. Did you see a field in, in England? No. 
film. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We forgot about Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Oh, we're getting there. We're, we're still going through the summer things. But but uh, so you recommend A Touch of Sin, the Chinese uh, anthology film. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. And then Hard to Be a God. Hard to Be a God. But you haven't seen this film. This no, it's film. coming out. It's coming it out. Is, oh. it, it's in uh, some film festival now, but it is out in Russia. If our Russian listeners, listener. I need to go see or it. Or sea oh, of yeah. Russian listeners. But just go on Vimeo or YouTube and look at it. To the trailer. Trailer. Holy fucking. Like, it's just. Really? What goes on in Russia? Well, that, what? Uh, the depravity. So Field in England is, is directed by um, this English director named uh, Ben Wheatley, who did Kill List and um, uh, what's that? That oh, Shit. I can look it up. But anyhow, it's supposed to be really good too. But it's like it takes place in seventeenth century England on a field and it's about just muck and yeah. killing and blah. Um and he also did that movie Sightseers. Have you seen that? No. No. It's great. Everybody a, should see Sightseers. You, you have a lot of free time to watch Netflix movies. Your point being <laughs> I'm just I'm impressed. No I haven't, I haven't seen a movie in ages. I just I what I do is I put it on other than Rock of Ages. I, I put it on while I'm doing supposed to be doing work and so I catch little dribs and drabs of, of movies. But yeah. That is really sad. Mm-hmm. It is really sad. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the new trailer came out yesterday. Did mm-hmm. you see the second trailer? Uh-uh. Get a little more of um, the right. When does Transformers come out? Transformers that, 4. That comes out the same day as Snowpiercer, oh. June 27th. Oh, that's a hard one. to. Which one? Where do I go? I'm what gonna, is Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer is this Korean film named, uh, directed by uh, the guy who did The Host. Do you ever see that? Oh, I love The Host. That's, is that the, um, the, the, the really silly monster movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually good and lots of so fun. So good. Yeah, and so Snowpiercer. Where did you say it was from? Korea. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Koreans like monsters. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, no. movies. Um, well, all, yeah, and as dictators as well. This but. director does. Yeah. No, all, like so. that's a huge. Like they don't. They yeah. love a ton of monster movies. Yeah, they do. They're like werewolf movies, but not like not like. I was just working with a producer trying to sell a monster movie to Asia, and she's like, Chinese markets don't want. They want ghost stories for some things, and so they they like to be spooked. But Koreans love monsters. You got to find a way to put those two together. Yeah. Spooky monsters get all of Asia. There we go. There go. That's that's how I'm going to make my million. <laughs> Koreans also love like thrillers and like murder thrillers. A lot of murder thrillers yes. coming out of. Um, but Snowpiercer is based on a French comic book. It's a mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic sort oh, of. Oh, I thing. forgot to bring your comic books. That's all right. Did you read them? Nope. Well, you can read. Why don't you read them? Because they've been sitting on my amplifier for I don't like care. I, months at a time now. Um, so it's but it, basically all of civilization lives on a train that goes through the frozen world, and um, and it stars Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton, Jamie Bell. Ooh, oh, I love Tilda Swinton. I love all those three people. And uh, and Ed Harris, John Hurt. Oh, still in. Octavia still in. Spencer. Good. Yes. Allison Pill. No idea. Oh, she was. In She's there. really funny. Um, the newsroom, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, oh no, no, she's no! She's fantastic. She's yeah. a drummer. No, in she's, that a, movie. she's she. Oh, she's okay. <laughs> I really like. And then her a bunch of Korean one. people too. So it's an it's a it's like a co production. So the big that's the same day as T four T four. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? You, you haven't Steve. seen T three T two or T one? I watched the first two minutes of Terminator. Two or three, I can't remember. And right. I thought it was a trailer for the movie. I thought, is this a trailer? I don't, and that was the movie. I don't Wait, think do you that mean Michael... Transformers? Or... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, we in the know call it Terminator. T- T2. <laughs> oh, that's Terminator. Um, <laughs> I don't think that uh, 
Michael Bay can tell the difference between T3 and T2. Like, they're, they're, like, they're just the same. It's just like a bunch of... You get some Foley work. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I can't do accents, but I can do... But you can do, do, you can do robots. Do robot monsters again. <laughs> Got this Chinese guy out there in Eagle Rock. He's a fucking... He's a natural. Um, but the... The new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy was good, though. I really okay. It's I think it's going to be good. I think Chris, uh, Pine, what's the guy's name? Chris, nah. Chris Pine. No, Chris Evans. No, Chris Evans. Evan no. Pine. Um, Pine Chris. Uh, Chris Parks and Recreation. Uh, the guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, Chris, yeah, he's good. Chris Ferris. Chris Anna Ferris. Um, he's <laughs> it's Anna Ferris's husband. Whatever. Oh, it is. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, funny guy. Very good guy. Oh, is he a good I, guy? I don't know. He's, I mean, in, well, now I don't want to see the, in the stuff I've seen, he's good. We saw him uh, when we went to go to that food truck thing where we, you we were super hungover, and we ended up going to get goat meat at, uh, in, in Boyle Heights. Do you remember? Yeah. And we couldn't, it was too crowded at the food thing, but we saw him coming out. Oh. That's a great story. <laughs> that's my Hollywood story. Wow. That's what it's like living in Hollywood. You'll see Chris mi- minor TV actors walking about. Yeah, they do. They eat too. This is before he became a movie star. Ah. Uh, so, but Snowpiercer has been out already in um, in Asia, and it got held up by the Weinstein Company because they wanted to do cuts to it. They wanted to cut out twenty minutes and then add voiceover to explain the cuts. Oh, boo! Yeah. Good idea. So, yeah, yeah. That never that never bit anyone. More in the editing. Ass. Yeah, yeah. Keep cutting. So I don't know what how they resolved it. I'm sure uh, Darren knows and will let us know in a tweet. The correct entirely. Um, oh, I want to see that. That sounds good. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Uh, why are we so bad at making movies? Uh, why is Korea? That why is a legitimate is question. That is actually that is a very legitimate question. question. I, that's why I said it. Well, not Everyone's all the questions at me on like, this show are legitimate. He's, he's not just running his mouth about Gary Oldman again. He's actually brought something to the table. But we invented movies, and we also invented Hollywood. Yeah. Well, a bunch of Jews did who didn't want to pay um, licensing fees to uh, what's this, Edison. But anyway, and we invented this system, and we perfected it, and India does it better. Uh, and to be Japan, China, England, and we're England, talking about Russia. sort of the mainstream movies, just in Denmark. general. No, no, no. I think that there's some good low-budget movies that that are being made in the U.S. that that are interesting, France, but they're not being Germany. funded through the traditional ways. Like in the studio system, Italy. we make shitty, shitty movies. Yes, um, and whereas Korea, Japan, yes, their studios are making, but they're dealing with a lot of smaller Australia, budgets. New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, <laughs> yeah, Singapore, Haiti, Luxembourg. Uh, Saudi Arabia. That's still a country, Luxembourg. Sure. Yeah, they just keep it on the DL because they don't want they yeah. don't want us all immigrating there. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Is um, that a country? I don't know. I don't know what the answer <laughs> is. Cuba. Let's let's discuss this. Costa Rica. What Madagascar. Could list every country that makes better movies than us. Uh, Iran. Do you have a theory? No. I think. It's- <laughs> I think we uh, corporations took it over, and they're not good at making art, and they just want to make commerce. Yeah, well, which is fine. That's great for cars, but it's a well that and my my own tiny point of view in the business is it's like the army. You you learn when you get into a studio as an executive, you learn from your boss who abuses the shit out of you and you learn, this is the way we do it at blank studio. And then when you take power, you have just this, this, uh, 
this training that that you then impart on, under the studio, and things it's are changing. It's a cha- cycle of abuse. It's a cycle of abuse. It's what happened with me and my mother. But um, <laughs> you missed that one. That was a good one. Oh. oh, by the way, top of the hour. Yeah. Anyway, what do we do? Who what cares? do we do? Oops! Fuck that. <laughs> no, this is what we do. We go top of the hour. We. <laughs> Oh, sparkly and wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to go see his grave. It's out here in California. I thought he'd be buried. I, was, I thought those flowers were for me. No, no, no. Though I'm going to put a single white rose on Liberace's grave. He's right down the street in Forest Lawn, buried next to his mother. I have to go. So if you see a uh, a white dude taking selfies in front of Liberace's grave today, that's me. That's Steve. Um, <laughs> so here's my theory about about this this why other countries are doing more interesting movies. The most uh, successful directors here are mm-hmm. directing movies of from anywhere from 60 to $150 million. Mm-hmm. No foreign movies are being made for that amount of money. Did you... I should listen to your entire point before I interrupt. Oh. But well, that's not what radio's about. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what this podcast is about. Go ahead. Bill me. Did you hear... Read the... Bill me. The... <laughs> The the inter- interview with Viggo Mortensen where he he talked frankly about the Lord of the Rings and, and how it was and, a shit, and <laughs> shit Peter storm. Jackson. But well, he made a very a very specific point of saying like you know when money gets involved things go to shit. And he was talking. I remember specifically he mentioned the Lovely Bones and he said the Lovely Bones was there was ninety million dollars in that picture and right. he said that should have been a fifteen million dollar film right. at the most. And he says he so his point is that the more money actually, the shittier a film that, will that's get. my right. that, that's exactly Well I'm just saying yeah. Viggo Mortensen agrees. <laughs> well yeah if Spielberg He's always trying to tag on to my ideas. <laughs> Damn it Viggo But if Spielberg were making Jaws today, the shark didn't work fuck it, we're shutting down production, we're moving it back, I'm going to get that shot of the shark. Right. He had he was nobody then. He had done right. like one movie and some right. television. So what was, well, fuck it, Bruce doesn't work, shoot around it, figure it out. You know, all right, we're going to reconceive the movie, it's just these barrels, and you're like, ooh, there's a shark down there. Right. That, but if, if and he's admitted it, if we're today, he would, fuck it, we'll just spend another $80 million, and I want to see the shark. Right. And there's something to, which it comes back, Full circle to why I think TV is better than movies. TV are better than movies because there's TV shows. TV shows are better than movie shows. (laughs) Speaking of getting in your own way, grammar. Um, (laughs) You have a finite amount of time. You have the shit. Once you start airing, is the most wonderful, horrible feeling in the world. Up, we got another one next week that you you just have to produce. You have to get them out. You You have to stop editing. Like they're doing to this fucking Snowpiercer, and let's re-edit it and rethink it. It's almost like uh, limitation, it, well, or, it, it, or, or lack of funds and time prohibits self-indulgence, and self-indulgence yes. and can it, be destructive. But it, uh, and also making. those restrictions they they make you they force you to be resourceful and creative right. in a different right. way. Yeah, and which is what what happened with uh, um, Spielberg and Jaws. So when you have eighty million dollars or two hundred million dollars to make um, uh, the Lone Ranger. Like it's you have all, first of all you, you you're not being creative or, or you're not being resourceful you're just being self indulgent self indulgent yeah. and also you've got a bunch of interests and and money people who are telling you what to do and giving you all these other th- things that get in the way like you can't you have to have a certain actor that makes enough money in a certain you know in these uh, these territories and then we have to have a, a 
a, a Happy Meal tie-in, and then we have right. to do the video game, and we have to do all this other stuff, and you have to work with all these these other entities to create something that is watered down and disnified. Yes, and, right. and, but no one looks at at the recent history. Like Star Wars was a small movie, and right. had to be re-edited because he didn't shoot enough because he was like he didn't know what he was doing, and. Uh, there's interviews with like Richard Chu, who you know, uh, there's there's scenes where you're like, oh yeah, that's a mistake, but they left it in because what the fuck? It's like Cause, cause this Chu fucking movie up. with a walking fucking ape and, and a, <laughs> what the fuck is a Millennium Falcon? And there's space f- fucking religion. I, I just get it, like get this thing out of here. Get we need to get a fucking Bruce uh, or a Bruce Willis. Who was the Bruce Willis of the seventies? Burt Reynolds. We need to get this Burt Reynolds Burt. movie in production. It's him <laughs> and Goldie Hawn, and it's fucking fabulous. And then it became the biggest sci-fi franchise in the world. So why not, instead of making $200 million movies, make 10, 20 million? Is that, sure. is that, does that math work? Math. Sure. Math and grammar, not my but strong that, points. So to give you an example, Snowpiercer is the most expensive uh, South Korean film in history, mm-hmm. and it cost under $40 million to make. <laughs> so, And you compare that to uh, the $200 plus million it cost to make The Lone Ranger, Jesus. And like, it's all up there on the screen, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. Johnny Depp needs four trailers for his five girlfriends and this and that. Yeah, it's it's wasteful. Yeah. And so in other countries, like, these people are, are having the biggest budgets, or, or some of them are, and but they're working with smaller budgets, and so they get to be more creative. And, right. and I think you have a, a certain amount of mobility that you can do um, – more interesting things in so, but I think there are there are people in the this country making low budget films uh, that are doing interesting things like Monsters. Monsters was a, made for very just a couple hundred thousand dollars and oh, if or a million dollars or something really likes good little films, you have to watch. I like shitty little films. Well, I, I think that's this been isn't for you. Okay. <laughs> Come to L.A. They're everywhere. You have to watch a movie called Crazy and Thief. It's a movie made by a man named Corey Maccabee. He also made The American Astronaut, which is another movie you want to see. But both of them are you. You can he'll he put them on the internet for free, and they're it's, it's a feature. It's a feature, and it's it's. I just loved it. It's amazing. And you know him? <laughs> yes. Are you in any of his movies? No, he lives out. In, he lives out in films in New York City. Oh. Um. Wow. Well, the, uh, and this has been this is not new crazy news. Crazy and thief. Crazy fi- and thief. Fifty-two minutes. The movie business is dying. That's I mean the going to theaters business is dying. That's that's not new news. But no. um, and the DVD business is over. Dead. Uh, it's all streaming, which is all going to change anyway. But yeah, it's there's fewer places to get your film seen. That's just that's the nature of it. It's 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 not. It's just reinventing itself in television now, where you can watch like a micro mini or what? That, I think I made that term up, but it, a, 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 a micro mini—it's a bit redundant, isn't it? Well, a micro mini series, like a small, like oh, a yeah, it is. It is redundant. That's why no one uses the term <laughs> now, now that I hear but it. But still coming through still my headphones. Take, take credit for it. Micro just mini. Embrace it. A micro <laughs> mini series. Well, yeah, I guess it's just a, it's when you say mini series in TV, people are like, oh, like the Thornbirds. Like no, like True Detective. That's it needs a new. I guess they call them limited series now. But I'm more interested in them. And you know, I I, I look at movies and I go, oh, I'd rather watch that over six weeks, an hour long. You know, I I want to hang out with the characters. Right. I hated Wolf of Wall Street because I thought this is. I, I I'm not getting anything from it. You know, there's there, there there's definitely like better ways to tell stories now with the way TV is. 
You mean just like the length of it? No, just that uh, I don't want to go see a drama in the theaters. Not that they make them anymore. They they make movies for kids and comic book nerds right. and well, I think and, that they're still occasionally the rom com comes to to counter program some big movie where the girls are like, I'm going to go see there's Jennifer still, Aniston and some comic. There's still legitimacy to a two hour drama, but I also mm-hmm. think that you get more immersed in something that is six episodes of or six hours or twelve right. hours. But I'm like. I'm really excited to see Time Out uh, or not uh, Boyhood. I'm sorry, Boyhood. Uh, Time Out. No, no, Boyhood. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the website and it's Time Out New York. But, oh, okay. Um, but, I'm excited uh, to look at this website. Yeah, <laughs> Time Out New no, York. So, oh, I've heard good so, things about it on another website. Boyhood is R- Richard Linklater's new movie. It's a drama. Yes. That was, yeah, but it has a crazy hook. Right. What's right? the shot over twelve years? Yeah. And it's a, it's a an, a boy actor becoming a man. So yeah. it's, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it's, those don't come out every year. That's, sure. No, but I. Oh, let's let's start our twelve year. But it fucking forces film. people to be. Yeah. Like he he. I don't know if he purposely thought I'm want to do something crazy or if he just thought this is a this is an interesting story that yes. I want to tell. But either way, it's like it's pretty fucking cool. And it's a narrative. It's not it's a, a documentary. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. He it's a his... boy becoming a man over right. 12 years in his life, and there's other actors in it who are old and don't age. Yeah. And he, like, they're already grown up. But his, you watch him become a... He put a, his daughter in it. And, yeah. And, That's a very... I'm very fascinated by it. Yeah. I'm going to be fascinated to see if the guy becomes a better actor over the 12 years. <laughs> I mean, he has to, doesn't he? What if he, like, just, he gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> what if he did a, a Haley Joel Osment and just like, oh, he used to be cute. Yeah. Not, or, nothing against yeah. Haley Joel Osment. I think he's a fine actor, but he did not... You never know how, how kids are going to look. Like, he, just look at the know. Harry Potter series. What the, those guys all ended up... Like, yeah, but look at like Neville Long bottom it's like everybody's like oh that poor kid and he grows up and he's bloody fixes his teeth handsome yeah loses, yeah he has to wear a fat suit at the end of the jerry the o'connell movie. was the fat one from standby that's Me. right now, yeah, now, now one's one's dead and the other's a crackhead mm. oh yeah and one's gorgeous yeah and then and then will wheaton who's just, will wheaton. i love will wheaton he's an internet sensation he is yeah i i, I love that he he just he's a milf he's a major internet personality oh. p milp Merp. Merp. Oh, ma- major internet personality. He's a MIP. MIP. Yeah. I'm not good with letters know. either. Grammar, <laughs> math, or letters. But other than that, I'm Like when he said he's a it. MILF, uh, he married a MILF. Like he married somebody like 17 years older than I him. said MILP. I know. But, but I heard I heard MILF too. Yeah. Um, so my, my mind is still spinning from watching Elizabeth Warren last night on The Daily Show. My, no, cr- my not crush, on The Daily my, Show, on The Colbert Report. Whatever. The same, it's the same fucking show. <laughs> um, but thank you for correcting me. Um, You're you, welcome. You and Bill are the same improv group. He's a no. That's not that is <laughs> no end. Correcting you wrong is not end. A denial. It's you're de- you're denying. I'm bringing more truth. I'm bringing no. This is my truth. I'm creating this reality. <laughs> oh, wow, that, that's very Colbertian of you. I uh, yeah, thank you. I my crush on her has just she, gone up and up as she's gotten even older and more l- l- librarian like, more oh, sort of so, so hot. She's um she's on my list of. Uh, your, my, your my, my F list, yeah. yeah. Tamara's like, what's fucking wrong with you? And I'm like, can you imagine the post-coital conversations you have with her? <laughs> yes, as soon as I ejaculate and I roll over, I go like, I mean, I've got a Harvard professor next to me who's also a senator. Like, tell me stories. Right, and who's going to change the yeah. world. <laughs> like, yeah, I could I could fuck Scarlett Johansson, but afterwards be like, eh, yeah, I, I I get this sugar thing right. to get my uh, lips, you know, smoother. Like, eh, I don't want to hear about her life. She's a a nut job actress. I want to hear about Elizabeth Warren and Harvard and 
and being in the Senate and all of, all that good stuff. So yeah, if she's listening, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she runs for president. Yeah, she won't. She's so hot. <laughs> I, I think she'd be a good vice president. Yes, uh, that would. And then why couldn't she, could, she run for president? Uh, well, because Hillary has to run. She, she, yeah, oh. and I, I think that. Um, she also doesn't have a huge amount of experience as a politician, which is a, to her credit. Neither, yeah. <laughs> neither did Obama. Right. No, no. He had a, he had more of a, a, like, you know, she was a Harvard professor. Yeah. Like, exactly. Know, she, That's who I want in the White House. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want Hillary yeah, or she, Mitt Romney. Or, one of the things that she did in her class was you take one of the, the credit card contracts and have, because it was a, at the law school, and she would have her students try to decipher what what they meant, you know, yeah. those, that tiny, tiny little print, oh that, you know, God. and then they, they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. After it's 14 just, hung, hang themselves. <laughs> right. Um, all right. I, there's more stuff I want to talk about, but um, I think before we get into that, we should uh, probably. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands that mail sack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was great. I see in my absence you've learned how to hit the stingers in a timely fashion. <laughs> you didn't have to draw attention to it. <laughs> you could have just said, oh, great to be back. Well, after, I just wanted to point out your hard work. After I, I you know, I screwed up another episode where uh, we ran out of time. Because, <laughs> so, but I did get a bigger chip with, uh, so we won't, ha- that won't, hopefully won't happen again. Um, First one's from a from Alan Gonzalez, who says, Hey, Murps, I'm a longtime listener and haven't written in before. Well, welcome. Well, I mean, yeah, thank you for doing that. Everybody who hasn't written in before should just to say hi. Uh, I was listening to the episode with Kruger's Life Story and heard how empty the mail sack was, and I figured I would send something along. I'm a photography <laughs> student in Pomona. That's a local boy here. 210, uh, baby. Uh, yeah. Where the Chick-fil-A is. Well, it's at the no Pomona's off the ten. Off the ten, I, yeah. I, Claremont. I mixed that yeah. up. Sorry. Uh, I, oh wait, geography. That's another thing I'm not good at. <laughs> Math, grammar, words, geom- uh, geography, geometry. It's all right. Word, we established that word, word, word. That goes back to words. Okay. <laughs> the snake swallows its tail. Uh, so he was wondering if any of us have had good experiences, had experiences, good or bad, with photographers in regards to headshots and other portrait work. Actors' portraits are the bread and butter for newer photographers in L.A. And figured I'd be, uh, and I thought it would be interesting to hear your perspective on what uh, what it's like to. When, ugh, sorry, I have trouble with words. Um, on what you like and don't like when it comes to a shoot. Thanks, Alan. So, as an actress who has to worry about your headshots. What uh, do you have to say about that? Uh, spending $800 <laughs> to get your picture taken is fucking unacceptable. <laughs> is that how much you pay it's your It's roughly $800. And, and he, the, here's the other thing, is that agents, managers, and uh, casting directors believe they there's like magic in headshots that nobody else can see. It's very Emperor's <clears throat> New Clothes. So they'll say, oh, you have to get your headshots done by this photographer. You can't see the fucking difference, but it's 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 like you gotta pay the twelve hundred dollar photographer to get this magic sparkle in your pictures that no one can see but casting directors and my guy's six hundred and that felt like a lot. Way too much. There's it's way, way, way too much. And uh especially like when they hold 
the, the shoot at their house and you walk into this fucking palace and you're like, huh, I'm, I, like, I'm not sure the photography, you know, like this is, this is, uh, it's nobody just, made money in the gold rush in California, except for those who sold picks, axes and buckets. Yeah. That's, yeah. If you want to make true. money in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Do yeah. something that that, act, actors. that actors have to pay for. Yeah. The people who are making money in the, the new in Colorado are the guys who are selling grow lights, yes. and like bongs and, bongs and yeah. vaporizers. Yes, not the not the farmers themselves. Well, I'm sure they're making some money too, but no. um, the well, yeah. And the thing is, L.A. When you come out here as an actor, you're like, oh, you got to do the headshots. You got to get um, got to have somebody cut your reel. You got to get a voiceover reel together. That costs another thousand bucks. Got to get a website. Got to get your website. You got to go to these casting meetings, and you got to take classes, and and it's just a huge money pit. And yeah, and I. But it pays off, baby. Pays off. You know, it does to a certain degree, but then you have to do it with a certain self awareness of like, you know what? I spent twelve thousand dollars on. Something and and best I booked was an infomercial, you know, and like maybe I'm, maybe I'm not doing this right. Um, I have. Well, here's the thing about headshots is that the the like uh, on this play that I did, like you have all the headshots up on the wall, so people come in and they see who who uh, is in the show, and I'm looking at half of them and I don't recognize them. Yeah, as the people on the show, I'm like, oh my god, that's so and so, like. That and that is the most annoying thing when people have headshots where they try to look as sexy or as beautiful as they can, and they touch it up and they wear lots of makeup, and they don't. And then, you know, I've talked to, to casting directors about that, and they say like the worst thing is when they go out into a casting room with a headshot and they can't figure out who this person is in the room. The headshot should look like you as your best you, mm-hmm. and not but not a fabricated, not a fabricated yeah. you. So now, Marty, yours is uh, is one of those. Um, Montages, whatever they're called. I, I have the fireman you, you, outfit. You, you was a fireman. You was Doctor. a sailor. Con- yeah. <laughs> concerned mom holding a baby. Yeah, soccer mom. <laughs> all, yeah. all your different looks. Yep. Yep. Those are the worst. Where you're like, yep. oh, really? Yep. I'm wearing my trucker hat. Yeah. Like pulling on the horn. Yeah. <laughs> Number one foam hand. Yep. yep. Uh, I just want a black and white photo of me in bed before I've even gotten out of it, where my hair's a mess and you can see all my zits. So and do so and... do most of the listeners. They want that of you too. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that would uh, that that would be honest, because that's how I go into auditions most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I just roll out of bed, I go, oh shit, I guess I'd better hurry. Um, but maybe that's why I don't book anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know if you're asking the the, the right people. Yeah, about really. Advice. Maybe you should ask someone successful, honey. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think I've done pretty. Well, with my headshot, like nobody's complained about it. And my agents seem pretty happy about it. But. Yeah. But then like, if you don't like, if your agent or your manager are unhappy about anything, they're always like, get, get new, get new head, headshots. Head That's their answer. Right. right. So get new uh, headshots. That, like, yeah. Like, whenever I say like, I haven't joking. been getting out much yeah. and they're like, oh, you should get new headshots. And the last time I went, they said, you should get new head- no, your headshot's pretty good. It's you. <laughs> like basically, yeah. I was <laughs> you need. I think. I think. I think you need new managers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There's a headshot uh, truck here in LA, like a food. No, there is. I'm, I'm sure not making is. it up. That's which really is funny. so genius. Yeah. It's like twelve hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Like, or something. Something. Maybe I. Or maybe one of you guys said twelve hundred bucks. I and I just put that into my narrative. It can't be. Yeah. But it's it a truck be. that drives around, and I'm sure you just go outside a restaurant, you know, and the, the waiters are there, and like, hey, you guys, want some headshots? It's a actually a smart idea. But I had no idea they were that much. 
Yeah. Our, my friend, I had to have one for some variety. You know, they need a photo of you. And mm. My friend Kate is a headshot photographer. So she did them for free. Right. But I didn't know they were that much. I, I think it's it's hard to do. That's them. a scam. Like, Everyone has a phone. It's Everyone a has fucking a fucking scam. It oh, is should, a scam. But at the same can't time, can't actors get together? I've and seen wasn't one of them really a bad headshots? And yeah. and or I've seen also people advertising like two hundred dollar headshots, and you look at their portfolio and like, oh, that's what two hundred dollars buys you. Like, it, there's a difference, and I don't I don't have a good eye for this thing. I just mm-hmm. I know what I know, and and or I know what you know, and shitty headshots are, are not good. So I spend the six hundred bucks. But isn't the important stuff on the other side of the the headshot? No, your work. not in film and television. Your they work. They don't give a shit. They don't oh. care about your work. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I have your special skills. Unless yeah, exactly. you're a German accent. Does a great Werner Herzog? <laughs> <laughs> Doing okay. a, a dead on Putin. <laughs> Putin, get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrew Putin. What's his first name? Nikolai <laughs> Vlad Vladimir. All right. Oh, uh, uh, foreign affairs. That's another thing I'm not good at. <laughs> Andrew Putin. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you're not good with names. Not either. good with names of political leaders of giant countries. Greg Massey writes in, Hello, Murps. Longtime fan who's been listening since the Nooner days! Exclamation point. Don't want to bore you too much with a long email. So two things. One, wanted to share my Cleveland story with for Bill. Uh, on my old band's first tour in 2004, our first stop was in Cleveland at a place called Pat's in the Flats. Can't remember if it was a good show or not. But it will live in memory because it was the night of the presidential election and we were watching the TV and the race was close while waiting for the Ohio poll results to come in. Ohio ultimately went to Bush and turned the odds against Kerry. One more reason to fuck Cleveland. Oh. Um, uh, since another listener has submitted music, I thought I would submit my current band's new EP for your listening. Um, the band is called Bail Set? No. Bali Set. And the EP is called Exordium. It can be streamed or purchased at uh, www.retconrecordings, R-E-T-C-O-N recordings.com. Um, and $2 from each of the first four or 500 purchases go to Mains and Motions, a charity in Connecticut my mom started to help children with learning, mental um, or physical disabilities, as well as vets with PTSD th- through therapy to course writing. Um, oh, that's that's cool. My friend does horse therapy in North Carolina. That's Thanks cool. for the free funny, uh, Greg Massey in Boston. So the band is called um, a guy from Boston in a band. <laughs> Never heard of such a thing. Bali set, and the EP is called Exordium dot com. I haven't listened to it uh, because I would have to buy it. <laughs> You're so cheap. <laughs> didn't, I know. Didn't the fans give you some money? Don't you have a little a little scratch? I I ate it all. It all I, it I, all went I, into your. I gut. went to Shakey's bunch of lunch every <laughs> day did. since then. Der Wiener Schnitzel every night after the play. Uh, so all that build up, and we don't have the song. Oh, well, okay. I guess I can go to that website. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should pre-record the the uh, <laughs> mail sack. Pre-screen them. Yeah, and then we'll just pause and we'll reflect. <laughs> All right, here, here we, we'll listen to a little bit of it. This is called Moon and River. Um.
All right, that was Moon and River. Um, and this is part of a prelude to a larger concept album due out this later this year. Um, this is called Ever a Relentless Tide. Oops. Is it on? Is this thing on? Do I have the right knob? Oh. Had the wrong knob. See, Emily, it's not perfect. <laughs> oh, thank God. I like bands with two singers. Like the Grateful Dead? They had singers? Yeah, two. I thought they a just fat guy a- and, and uh, a not fat guy. I just thought they jammed. There was two singers. Oh. All right, that's Bali set. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like some actual like mad skills yes. going on. Um, well, thank you for that, Greg. And um, yes, yeah, so retconrecordings.com if you want to hear more. Uh, this next one is from Josh, who's <laughs> who sent a, one last week, a recorded one. So uh, you know, I'll get to that last because. What? This is slowly turning into a, uh, a live radio show. <laughs> yeah. Like a, we start playing everyone's bands. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, right. no one sent any more bands. All right, enough. <laughs> no, no. no, no. Uh, we're happy to Send play. your headshots. Uh, good morning, Smurfs. This is from Chris Brown. It's been a while since I threw a message into the old mail sack. At least a week. No. And it's been a bit light lately. So, um, uh, so as is my this morning show West Coast Merp Stalker duty to correct this. I read a Confederate of Dunces this weekend. Oh, that you like is the, a great, not a great book. You know who who doesn't like that book? Bill. <laughs> yes, he's could it possibly be Bill? Didn't like it. Yep, I, I didn't care for any of the characters. Didn't care for him. Couldn't get through fifty pages of it. Well, then you didn't read it. Yes, he said I didn't need to read it. No, you, you read, can't say you read the book. I read fifty pages like, of it. No, that's not it's the bullshit. Book. It's a piece of shit. It's a, one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever read. I don't say this very often, but he's wrong. I don't like to negate the premise. I am from the school of yes and, but no, Bill, you're wrong. It's the greatest li- piece of literature ever written by a human being. And it's the greatest character ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it's pretty well, remarkable. This is what Chris Brown says. He says, I get why Kruger loves it and why Bill hates it. <laughs> then the next day I re- reread uh, Crime and Punishment, although the first time I did was in high school, and I realized I probably just read uh, the the Coles note version. I guess that's the Canadian version of Cliff's notes um, of uh, whatever paper. Because at the end of every sentence says, okay. <laughs> so there's an ex-murderer and he st- kills her, okay. And then <laughs> this crime and punishment is about a guy who commits a commits crime, a, a crime okay. and then okay. Uh, so my <laughs> so- query sorry, is double features are popular with movies. Are there other things uh, that you do a double feature with? Music, TV, books, food, whatever. Is that just a non sequitur? Did we just go from crime and crime and punishment? Yeah, what about crime and punishment? (laughs) That's the second greatest novel ever written. Yeah, I'll often watch soccer all day and other sports. All right, cheers. He's just just a blip boasting that he read Dostoevsky (laughs) and 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 he and he didn't get a grade for it. I read it. I read it ten years ago for fun. Actually, ten years ago, I read Brothers Karamazov for fun. That's a great. I like that one better than Crime and Punishment. I forget you like the sad Russian things. I love the Russian things. You know what I'm reading right now? Oh, you have. Then you'll have to see that movie then. But, but. Uh, yeah, I'm totally going to see that movie. Um, I'm reading Catcher in the Rye for the first time. Really? It's fucking fantastic. 
That's some snappy Don't dialogue, care for it. Eh? Nah. I, don't, I don't believe it. No, it's, it's like it's the greatest really? book ever written after those previous After, two. after those other two. <laughs> Whatever I just read is the greatest book yeah, ever written. No, I'm the That's same. the greatest. Oh, this Jack Reacher. Is it based on a novel? Yeah. Marty does. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. This is the gr- greatest novel I've ever read. Read Catcher in the Rye now, buddy. Yeah. That Buddy Brown. Yeah, that I mean, it'll only take you a few hours to read it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a short it's, little And thing. it's fun. I mean, it, it's fun, and it's... it's Didn't care dark. about him. Didn't care about his journey. Didn't and, like him. He's snarky. He said sexy a lot. Didn't care for it. That word makes me uncomfortable. He says crummy a lot. Crummy and sexy. Crummy. Yeah. And, nah. and it, I really am. I really am. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great book. It really is. That's my catcher in the rye review. <laughs> Didn't care for it. I read. I read. I just. Read, I read the the the, the preface. <laughs> I read the inside uh, yeah. cover of the. Sleeve. I saw it was uh, Penguin Books. I didn't. I don't like them. I didn't read it. <laughs> Not good. Not good. I don't like birds on my. my didn't like book the covers. font. The font was too, the kern was too <laughs> close. Didn't read it. Uh, oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Sorry, I'm just tweeting something. Um, okay. So that guy read these two books and then just said, "Oh, and I watch soccer." No, no, no. By he the wanted way, to know if we, if we liked. Double oh, features. oh, it's a double feature. He read. He two, read books two books in two days. Yeah. Do Canadians read super fast? Is that like a thing? No, Chris Brown does. Oh, okay. That is reading super fast. Yeah. Because those are those aren't those the, are long books. Those are long books. Well, yeah. no, crime and punishment's a little thing. Is it? Yeah. I mean, compared to Dunce's is like Dunce's 350, is, 400, is, 400 yeah, pages. It's a, it's I guess if you had nothing else to do. It's a dense tome. Yeah. It, it is a dense tome. I didn't get through it. I need to read Maybe I'll read it on my vacation. It's which, about wait, a weaker. Which is the dense tome? Uh, Confederacy of Dunces. No. Yeah. I mean, it's long. It's fine. It's fucking easy. It's we fine. can't say anything bad about it. Well, it's it's just not crime and punishment, which is, I think, about like maybe 200. And, uh, and short. it's not a, a, a as quick a read as a Catcher in the Rye. You know? Right. Yes. Catcher in the Rye is a um, blip. So what was the question? Do we like double features of no. things? No. Next question. No. <laughs> I like move on to sports now. I consume things in mass quantities. Like I'm just going a binge of things, so I don't know if that's a double feature or as much as it is as an avalanche of features. <laughs> as a spiral of sadness. Yeah. So like I'll read a I'm just watching twelve mentalists in a row. That's okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. The, men, it, the, the mentalist Oh he lit up. Look at his eyes. He's oh. always sparkly. Yeah, it's it it, it it had the Well, okay. Jane and Lisbon. They finally kissed. They professed the the, the friction is over. There's a person named Lisbon. Yeah, Teresa Lisbon and, and does she Patrick work at the Bourbon Jane. Room? Um, <laughs> that's a terrible oh, name. Last names. Their last names. That's yeah. okay. Oh, it's her last name. Yeah. Okay. okay. Lisbon is not a good first name. No. No. no and Jane is his his last name. Um, Patrick Jane. You're making me want to watch the show even less. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was pretty fucking so low. All now this friction, it just... and now they they finally finally kissed. And uh, and it was the the stupidest kiss. Like I mean, it was, it, it like it, basically. He was said, Tob and Runny? Tob and Runny. And he, the pretty Australian guy. The pretty Australian. They the pretty kissed. Australian said, uh, "I couldn't say it before, but I love you." And then she said, "She says I love you too," and that's it. Like there was no research. like there's no sort of. Drama, tension. tension. That's good writing, though. That's good. Oh my god! Like she, the, he says, "I love you," and she says, "I love you too." Uh, well, let me see how that works on so many levels. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of subtext. What's in their fridges? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of TV, CBS money. <laughs> just like gallons and gallons of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. White bread. Yeah. I love you. Marshmallow. I love fluff. you too. All right. Yeah. And we nailed it, guys. Great scene. All right. Check the gate. Moving on. 
<laughs> I'm glad I don't watch that show. I'm glad you watch it for me. Oh my god, it's so bad. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I don't know. Would you go eat at a shitty restaurant? Like, oh, I this do. Food that... I eat at oh, shitty right. restaurants. I went to Soup Plantation this week. Oh my god, no! I felt so sad. You went to the after... Salt Plantation. Oh my god, the and saltiest it was so food. Bad. How do you get salt inside a lettuce? They, they the, manage, the lettuce they tastes like jerky. They, they figure it the out. The syringes? I don't know how are the, it's it's that's the worst. So during the off season, I'm going to have to just deal with mentalist slash fiction. <laughs> so there's a, a an FBI agent named Cho on there, and he's a he's this stoic guy. So mm. there there's a lot of sto uh, Cho and Jane slash fiction, and Jane is a guy too. So it's like, hey, Cho pressed his lips lightly to Jane's, stopping his mock protests. The kiss slowly deepened. Oh God, he's actually reading it. Cho stroking Jane's face lightly, reverently, when he like says a rare fan and precious fiction, jewel. It's on his computer. This fan. Oh, <laughs> I haven't published it, it yet in a, in, <laughs> a, in a Microsoft Word document <laughs> in a folder <laughs> titled "Steve, Don't Read." The dark thing inside Jane's <laughs> chest was all but overwhelmed by the rush of warmth and love filling him up inside. Now this all is the way good to writing. Top. This should be the show. Yeah, I know. Jesus. He broke the kiss, shifted around in the bed, and tugged on Cho, oh, Cho's already hand. In bed. Come here. Cho joined him, lying alongside him, gently, carefully wrapping his arms around Jane. Woo! I got to take a little break there. <laughs> oh man! You throw Elizabeth Warren in there, and I'm, <laughs> I am ready. I will. That's the total I will package. Spray all over that. Uh, next email is Gross. from Keegan Reynolds. Morning, Murps. Love the show. I'll be taking a road trip to Gen Con this year. With my friends, because we are massive tabletop gaming fans, maybe wonder, wonder if you have a favorite con or expo type of thing. Uh, I've never been to a con. Well, I've been to like one or two, but yeah, I'm not. A What's con the one person. here that that uh, the the, LA sta- one. the Stan Lee one, the one that yeah. Stan Lee does? I guess. Gosh, I don't know. It's um, I went there last year with my my nieces, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, sure. It's it's uh, I, I I don't get that excited about it because I don't. I don't like crowds. I don't like yeah. people. I don't yeah. like, um, but it's fun to, to go with kids who are really into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, mm-hmm. um, so I've, I've not been to Comic-Con that, mm-hmm. re- that frightens me. Yeah. Even, and also, um, the traffic, but, um, Oh God. And the hassle, like trying to find hotel rooms right, and, right. and getting close. And like, my feeling is like, I will go to a film festival or a convention if somebody pays my way and yeah. does all the travel stuff for yeah. me. And yeah. If I, if yeah. I have a reason to go, but, uh, I'm, I can be a fan from home. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you reading any comic books right now? Uh, I, I don't like anything. I haven't gotten anything new since last time. I, Oh no, 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 wait, that's not true. I read um, umbrella Academy and, uh, finished, tried to get through morning glories and I have bedlam waiting for me at home. Um, Oh my God. Somebody, Ash Williams just um, posted a photo of a somebody on the toilet. On the Ash Williams, what's what the hell is going on what, with you? Yeah, explain that. Justify uh, yourself. Well, I, I we'll get to one more thing in the in the mail sack, but I do want to ask you. Like, so Teen Titans has just relaunched. Are you, were you ever a Teen oh, Titans fan? No. Okay. Well, you're not a DC person. Uh. Um. So the he, pull up uh, the Teen Titans cover. Uh, just see if that comes up. Okay. Um, and so the the new first issue has this cover that features you've still got Changeling, Nightwing, 
and Raven on the periphery, but right in the front, you've got Wonder Girl um, with this like spray on outfit, like with gigantic boobs at the center of it. Oh. Um, are you getting that here? Yeah, in the red? Yeah, yeah, in the red. That's yeah. Wonder Girl. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were complaining about that, or some people were complaining about it specifically. Probably women people. <laughs> what, what, is your, what is your reaction when you see that? Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's there's you got to you got to find that balance between um yeah, it's disgusting. I hate that the world sees women this way. God, do I feel powerless and marginalized and uh reduced to an object. And this has been going on in comics for years. Yeah, and so Janelle Aslan is a comic book journalist, and so she wrote this commentary about it and just said how creepy it was. Like, these are supposed to be teenagers. Right, and she's hypersexualized. She's hypersexualized with gigantic boobs that would not help her. Popping out. Yes, would not help her in a fight. Um, No. Yeah, Steve wants to see. Can we show? show? I can't can't see. Like, if you were honestly in a fight, you'd strap those suckers down. Right. She's going to be in so much pain if she's jogging or going down any stairs or <laughs> or getting punched in her, the small of her back is in in a lot of pain constantly. <laughs> right. And so her thesis uh, uh, Janelle Aslan was that that like they put the, the entire focus of that that first cover on the is boobs. Her boobs yeah. it's, it's her boobs. There are like, a couple men maybe in the background if if in your peripheral if if you can become aware of not boob there might be a couple men on the cover and, but it's mostly boob. And let's be clear like comic book superheroes have been sexualized throughout history. Right. I mean men and women both right. like you they're all in skin tight things right. but here it's it's like those boobs are porn star boobs like they yeah. they're not teenager they're, boobs. They're not teenager boobs. And, you know, if I were 13 years old, I probably would be like, that's fucking hot. But mm-hmm. as an adult, yeah. Well, so anyhow, she published this this commentary about it. And as in... she get death threats? No, no, no. Okay. She, she just got rape threats. Okay. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there were a couple... Um, there were some people, a lot of people who defended her, but, um, but she, yeah, she complained that she got rape threats. So like, mm-hmm. you know, this woman needs a good raping. Mm-hmm. And that is the, like, it, it, that's not surprising, but it's also. Was it said to her face by someone? No, no, no. Of course, oh, course not. not. Okay, there you no, go. So no. it's, it's a fat guy living in his parents' basement in his 40s. Right. Yeah. Commenting. Mm-hmm. Well, and he needs a raping. Yeah. To be, <laughs> to be, yeah, but comic books are fantasy. And yes, I, and I think that that's fine. And I think that there's we want to see adventure and heroism and, and a, boobs and, and a little boobs. A little boobs, sure. not, not too mean, much. As a kid, that's what that I I did not have a problem with a little boobage. But I think that the people making the comic books should have have a responsibility to be like, okay, these are teenagers, Teen Titans, and yeah. uh, we should probably not porn star it up too much. And yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't have a problem with comic book characters being sexy. I mean, God knows Nightcrawler, Rao, but, um, <laughs> he's not even English. Yeah. <laughs> but I do believe like to a certain degree, it's like fucking come on, you know, like expect more, give more, right. be more, Challenge- be better, yeah. be better. Like I-, I don't mind men finding women sexy. The problem is, when media limit women to only being sexy. Like, sexy is a very, very tiny part of an endless continuum in either direction. And none of that continuum is ever recognized. Like, I think that's 
what is really fucking obnoxious because I doubt I'm going to open this Teen Titan books and realize that this woman has an amazing depth of character <laughs> and is incredibly has incredible skills and talents, but also humanizing flaws that make me recognize her as a human being. You know, no, it's going to be tits bouncing. She's you know? clearly got back problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. clearly she has and two Pilates to keep that up. Her core, her core must be yeah. fucked up. So, I mean, you, you look at that and I just think I see it as pandering to teenage boys. Oh, which is, I mean, what else? Which is, their, which is their, within their rights. No, 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 Marty. This is an artistic decision. <laughs> right. Within their rights. But it, but it's, it alienates the entire female reading uh, readership. Sure does, yeah. Of, and, of which is right here. Yes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you noticed who goes to a Comic-Con? It's a lot of dudes who look like they want to stare at boobs. No, but there's the, no. You know what, Marty? Know your audience. They know their audience. No, but there's a bunch of women who go to these things. Yes, and, and they, they get mad, and then half of them get mad, half of them dress up like her. Ha- right. Yeah. So and, and then they get mad when they get objectified. But but mm-hmm. that's why we rule the world. Okay. That's why they make seventy cents on the dollar. <laughs> so I think the criticism, the problem I had was just like the the, the outrage on this woman who's commentating on this stuff and she that she's a journalist that's her mm-hmm. that's her area of expertise and you mean the rape threats is what yeah, bothered you well yeah and they point out the the overreaction to her her right uh, they call her a whiny bitch they call her they point out that she's a woman a horrible misogyny and, and right and male right. it's privilege. like why don't nobody engages her intellectually her, yeah on yeah. on her like on the same you know level that she was on um, have you been on the internet before? Know, is this I your know. first time on no, the internet? But I you just, was not a. T- oh, was she, she on a talk show? Was she on Charlie Rose, where a, a, a nerd attacked her and I said mean, all these think, things to her face? Uh, no, do you think that, these I are think trolls. That, these are trolls. I know, but but mute I, them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Th- I, I, are we getting to a point where trolling is is going going down at all, or is it increasing? It will eventually become white noise. It just yeah, the it, first comment it, it will be, "You're a faggot, Ron Paul, 2012." Right, first, first, <laughs> and then you know. The, is that uh, not what it is uh, now? Uh, uh, uh. Like I, I very rarely even read the. I very rarely read comment sections. I mean, they're just so full of dross. You never get anything of any value, yeah. except for the reviews of this show on iTunes. They're wonder- the way, wonderful. Yes, please, oh. please go on iTunes. Leave a comment, good or bad. Mostly no, just good. good. Just good. Fuck you, trolls. <laughs> yeah. Ron Paul 2012. They always write There's, Ron Paul. Okay, I, I know. Yeah, I get you. Ron Paul 2012. Right, Let's right. close the the Fed right. and fuck you. You should be raped. I mean, <sighs> to say that to her face would take balls, and I would admire a man who said that. But just sitting in your fucking parents' basement on AOL typing that, it's kind of. I don't think I would admire anyone for saying that to her face. Well, it, well I would but, admire her for putting a brick through his face. Well, then, she, then but that. at least you can fa- face your accuser. This is just. Right. It's an it's whatever. They should just shut all comments down. Leave all the comments to Bill. Yeah. All right. I got um. I've got this. Shoot. Sorry. This is the the well, last thing in the mail sack. This is from Josh, who sent us that thing yesterday. He's from Louisiana. Um, yesterday. Oh, last we week. do a show on Monday on. too. This morning, crew. Josh Estee here from Southwest Louisiana, coming in with a report <laughs> on my birthday weekend. Oh, that's right. I thought I'd start out and say I had a Josh-approved dinner, red rice and gravy, and pineapple upside-down cake. Wonderful. Nice. Good oh. shit. Afterward, went and saw Godzilla. After that, and it was a pretty good movie, went to the local cigar club, got invited back the next night for a going-away party for one of their employees. So, 
that next morning, I woke up at my buddy's house. We went and got some crawfish. Had a crawfish boil, not crayfish, crawfish. Correct. And then after that, proceeded a bonfire a little later into the night. And then I had then attended the going away party over at the cigar club, where I got to meet and hang out with the owner of Roma Craft Cigars, Mr. Skip. Cool guy. Next morning, slept till about fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon and attended Amp Guard. For any of y'all who don't know what the fuck that is, that's people who LARP. That's oh, the biggest yeah. fucking nerd thing I do. Yeah. Which nice. I, it, I so think that's the it. biggest fucking nerd All right, thing in guys. existence. Yeah, no coke, no whores. But still pretty much a bucking all fucking weekend for me, nonstop until about 8 o'clock at night, and I fucking rested my head. <laughs> all right, guys. See you later. Bye. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Josh. That sounds like an awesome, awesome way to, to, uh, yeah. to celebrate. I'm not, God, it sounds like good, clean fun. I love uh, the smell of cigars. I just cannot smoke them without getting sick. Um, mm. uh, so I'm all my friends smoke cigars, and I'm... I was just watching from afar. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a great way to do it. And uh, yeah. I smoke a pipe now. I'm bringing the pipe back. Do you really? No. Oh, but my dad did. And my I dad like, did too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love the smell. Of it. Did your That's dad know my dad? They were their pipe buddies. He had a whole pipe rack. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh my god, it was. Great. I would love watching him clean it with all those with pipe, pipe cleaners, cleaners yeah, and he'd yeah. scrape it out. And I was like, oh. Couple hours from now, I'm going to go and do the same thing, but smoke pot out of a pipe. Like, <laughs> and then my father realized doesn't smell half as oh, good. Oh, I'm an oncologist. I probably shouldn't be probably smoking tobacco. Yeah, but it sure. I, I love the smell of it. I would just go in oh, God, and just the like smell the, smell the so smell the pipe. Me too. And, uh, oh, so good. Oh, when he would yell at me, he would fix himself a nice pipe. <laughs> sit sit down, and I just wait. He'd pack it full of whatever the little tamping thing, and then. Get a, get, a, get, a, get a big like big plume of smoke around his head. He go, why are you fucking up in school? <laughs> and I respond as he's getting another kind of round ready. Oh, so great! I wish he still smoked. Maybe oh. at the end of our lives, when we know we're gonna eat it, we should all just start smoking pipes. Oh, I'm gonna heroin right in between the toes when I'm when I'm ninety and be like, hey, son, in the in the home. Why don't you score me some of that dragon? I'm I'm going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> um, Smoke wait, have pipe. you have you found a replacement for the Silk Road? Have you found uh, Silk Road 2.0? Yes, I have. All right. I, Is that what it's called, Silk Road? 2.0? No, it's no. called something. Else. There was Silk Road 2.0. Yeah, but, but there's a new one that. Oh, there's it, like 50 of them. But there's like a yeah, it's like super distributed, so it can't ever be found out. Supposedly. Yes, I'm sure someone will figure it away, but right now. It's uh yeah the anonymous. dark the dark web is dark right is the dark markets are bigger than ever yeah so um, if you want stuff just call steve just don't call me i'm not a no just figure it out i'm I'm surprised that a lot of people still that in my age range what the fuck is that sorry somebody's somebody's texting instant me. Oh. messaging you can't figure it out it's really not that hard i'm not a hacker i'm not uh zuckerberg i'm just a dude who wants shit mailed to me that i can't get legally and it's pretty easy. Plus, I bought a shitload of Bitcoins. Fuck. Boy, did they go through the roof. Wow. That was one of the better decisions I ever made. Yeah, but you also spent a bunch before. Oh, I've spent most of them. But yeah. if I'd kept them, what I figured, I figured out their height uh, last December or right around Thanksgiving, they that hit $1,200 a Bitcoin. Right. I bought them at a dollar a Bitcoin. Oh, I was like, is there a bird in here? How many bitcoins did you have then? A thousand. I would have had six hundred thousand dollars in cash if I had held on to them. But I, I, I'm, I spent like five hundred bucks, and I was like, "Internet, digital money, whatever. Right. Just take my money. I don't. It, this will never 
yeah. turn into anything. And then it turned into something spectacular. But and, yeah. Wait, I thought you, we spent the last of it. Your Who's life. we? Oh, you and you and I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found some in a. Uh, it's it is so like finding weird. digital change in your couch. You're like, oh, I have a wallet. Oh, there, I have, a, I have Bitcoin in there. Ooh, gonna get some stuff mailed to me. So yeah, it works. Okay, there's a last minute email here from Steve Erdley. Uh, he says, "Hey, peeps, just a quick movie question for whoever's in the Dog Pound Studios today." Oh, that's that's I guess what, that's very appropriate. Studios. Uh, what are some of the best and worst line deliveries in movies besides <laughs> Cougar's opinion on Gary Oldman in uh, The Professional or Leon? Um, thanks for the free funny and keep pimping. I have an the opinion fuck. on that. Oh. Well, we were making fun of him oh. about it. He's because, drunk, right, right? I think it's a good movie, but uh, the best line reading ever. It. Have you guys seen Troll Two? Uh, Not recently. Okay, I got to find this for you. Yeah, all. I'll, I'll find it. Okay. The best line reading. It's the best line reading ever. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but but what about serious? Like on on a oh, like in a serious movie, and mm-hmm. that's gonna take some. That's gonna take some. Thought. Uh, this, I think. They're Sorry. eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. What a great performance. Best, best moment in film history. Well, that's the worst. The, That's the best worst? The best, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure the oh, the best. room has uh, oh, some the, of the yeah. best. Well, the entire. Then, yeah. yeah. But within the room, I think it's. Uh, and everyone goes for, uh, I did not. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. That's a weird <laughs> pivot. He's talking to himself that he didn't beat up his girlfriend and then see. Oh, hi, Mark. Everyone goes to that one. But there's a deeper cut that I like where he, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he tells Denny, the mentally retarded guy that he champions in in the house, who says, "Hey, let's go to a movie later." And he says, "Oh, don't don't plan so much, Danny. It might not turn out right, or something something like that." <laughs> and I, I, that one always gets me. That's always like, "What the fuck are they talking about in this movie?" In in, in that scene. So I think that's the worst. But uh, the, but it's also the best too. Well, uh, Kevin Spacey did a good job in uh, The Usual Suspects, which I rewatched during my Brian Singer a-thon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the, you know, the greatest thing the devil ever did was convince the world it didn't exist. That's a, it's a pretty good line read. But we're looking for the worst, right? No, best, best and, and worst. worst. Oh, best and worst. Oh, wow, that's such a good question. I'm going to have to answer it next week. Because <laughs> I want to give that some serious consideration. All right, good. Uh, Consider that a divorce. That's probably one of the second worst. But that's such a good line. Like, I'm not a fair... Like, that's a great line, Kevin, but line read. Yeah, the Kevin Spacey line is like... It's a good line. a great line. People, um, people miss your nerd voice, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Mine or hers? Uh, not yours. They, they miss your, your Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and, Andy Putin? Yeah, 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 Fred Putin. Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so that's the mail sack. Thanks, guys, for all that stuff. That was a good mail sack today. Um, and we will, we will still think, continue to th- think on uh, this best and worst lines. Also, tweet them in, write them in. Nooner, but line. line reading, not just lines. Yeah, line reading. Line reading, that changes the um, game. Big Trouble in Little China. When they, I knew you were going there. I could feel it. <laughs> Anything with Kurt Russell's got to be. You play a car, right? You live to talk about it. 
Wow, I was there. Yeah, I got I got chills. Yeah, Artie, get get to an audition today. You got some. I'm gonna get the, go, got the, got some real the juju juice. I'm gonna do Toyota. Oh, I did um, Days of Our Lives uh, an audition last week. So much fun. Like it's just like six pages of like dense dialogue that is just expositional just drivel. Drivel, uh, yeah. And then that it's just stuff for the other star to the, the actual actor to be like. <laughs> Why are you saying these things? And, and <laughs> it's just so much fun. I would. I wish I had booked it. I would. I would because I totally nailed it. But um, just ah, oh, I would have loved that. And I saw days when I was in high school, so it would have been fun to be on that show. <laughs> Anybody? Day, any days fans? <laughs> no. Days of our life. It's still on the air. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a whole. Industry. Still, there are still soap operas. Yeah, you know what I found out something interesting because in our youth, Saturday mornings was cartoons. Yeah, mm. they are no longer. No, mm-hmm. what? They are no longer because well, they have entire networks dedicated to kids stuff. Right, network television. So as somebody, uh, I may go work on it because it's a fascinating idea. But this guy bought Saturday morning on CBS. He just bought the block, whatever, from eight till whatever. And the new demo who's watching television at that hour are mothers. Kids just have a tablet and they just watch. SpongeBob. Like, right, what? What right, do they need television right, for? Right. And teenagers are smoking pot or fucking or whatever the fuck they do, on, or sleeping, or playing video games, sleeping, playing video games, sleeping, yeah. and masturbating in that order. Sounds familiar. So, wait, 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 teens are. <laughs> yeah. So there's this. There's, teens are doing that too. Yeah. There's this new uh, demographic of mothers of of young women go out and enjoy the day. Mothers prepare sandwiches or or whatever. I don't, this is all explained to me, and I was like, what? They're watching TV on Saturday morning, so there's about to be all these um, dramas on Saturday morning. Oh, sign and, me up. Weird. I want to yeah. do it. And they're like, oh, it's about a postal inspector or whatever. And I'm like, I don't care what it's about. Like, I'm in. Where, where yeah. are we shooting? Yeah, yeah, it? Like, yeah. South let's Carolina. I'm like, let's do it. So that, that I found that really fascinating, that the what was a staple of of Saturday morning is just gone. It's just it, – it's Right, but but where it 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 leaves a vacuum is filled by up oh, now middle aged women who are on their way to Walmart are watching TV. Right, so they like, need, they back need... in the day, I it, it, I would get up early in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday. I was the first one up, and I would just go down and just watch cartoons. Me too. I'd wrap yeah. myself up in my blanket yep. and yep. roll out of bed yep. and go sit in front of the television and watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, that was Saturday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, Eek the Cat. You guys would be a little old. No, no, that one. Cat. No, that, you're younger than us. Yeah. I loved Woody Woodpecker for some reason. Uh, uh, why haven't they turned that Wow, that was the saddest. <laughs> uh, uh. I didn't even commit to the third stanza. <laughs> uh. Wow. But well, you know what? Don't go to audition today. You're, the Juju. It's the Woody Woodpecker show. Casper. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, the, the, uh, no, no, the next line. Oh, it's been so long. But no, I, I didn't like Woody Woodpecker. I didn't find him clever. No, he's not. He's I don't like the main character. I didn't connect to him. I didn't feel for I him at all. Feel. I didn't. His journey was very flat. Uh, There's no arc. But I still watched them all. Oh yeah, you, there was nothing else to do. But now that that's all gone. Now everyone's like, uh, I'm going to be playing Angry Birds for the next twelve hours. No need for television. It's sad, but at the same time, it's fascinating to me how the world is changing. Yeah. Um, All right. Emily, it's great to have you back. Yeah. Are you doing any theater? I got cast in a production, thank you, of uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Excellent. What part? uh, Hero. 
and we're gonna don't you mean heroin <laughs> um we're gonna the cool thing about this production is we're hoping to tour it around america america America. Yeah, nice. and that's I'm really looking forward to that. Maybe I can find some place to what, live outside the... of Los Angeles. Aw, Mercury Free Zone. Mercury Free Los, yeah, not Los Angeles area. That's what I'm looking for. Um, and what theater is doing it? Unmasked. They're new, but they have money. They're new. They have money, and they have contacts. Ah, and when is it going to go they up? Got chops. Uh, July. And is it going to be here in LA? It will be here in LA for six weeks. Excellent. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. No, three weeks, six performances. So and you started- not long at all. That's a very, very tiny little run. Yeah. Um, but then we're going to take it to Chicago, New York, uh, Colorado, yeah, New Mexico, and Montana and Seattle. Wow. If I have my way. <laughs> Shakespeare in Montana. That I would... I That's would, huge. Do you know that the Mo- the Montana Shakespeare Festival is one of the most respected festivals, Shakespeare festivals in all? I Actually, did I did not. know that. I, I did that. not. I only know about... In the strangest places. Ashland, Oregon. That's all I yeah, know. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, well, that congratulations. That sounds awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And um, so everybody in those places, look out for Hero, Emily Hero. <laughs> after you see Jersey Boys. Yeah. After you see Jersey Boys. Absolutely. Ask them to freeze the frame on the shot of Bill. <laughs> <laughs> did, anyone, did anyone watch my web series, Teachers? Nobody tweeted me about that. <laughs> wow, you're a uh, way to promote. Did I've, anybody maybe? Does uh, anyone like me? No, it's all right. Well, you're where, where is this web series and how can we see it? Go online. I haven't. I, you know, I don't like to watch my own self. I, me too. Um, I mean, I don't like to watch you either. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. It's um, t e c h e r s dot tv teachers dot tv, and I yeah, there's like twenty episodes up there. Wow, that's a lot. And I'm in, but they're all very short. So that's better. Yeah, uh, I think I'm. Yeah, you can see me naked. Oh wait, really? Um, you know, kind of like fully naked. Well, they blocked out stuff. Oh. Artistically, cleverly. No, mm. just, no, just a little just... black block. Oh, okay. Block. Uh, okay, so that's something to look for. Um, and Steve, what else, what do you got going on? I'm going to go do a show in South Carolina, but something. I want to be Saturday the, morning. I want to be the postman. Post job. Yeah. Of, uh, You'll all get jobs. Okay. Yeah. If you can yeah, yeah. get to South Carolina, I'll work as a local. Sure. Can you? You can work in a local as a local anywhere. Yeah, I'm legal. I can do that. Sure. I just have to pay my own way there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll talk. Yeah. Um, so tweet Net- networking. Yes. On on the air. And Bill, uh, what are you up to? I need the crickets. Oh, you're gonna supposed to put Bill's whatever in there. Yeah. He'll he'll mail it in. No, no, no. Emily, what's Bill up to? No. Oh, I don't. I haven't talked to Bill since. No, no, no. I... Do it as Bill. Would. Oh. No, I'm gonna. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Fucking get out of the way when you're in line at the fucking <laughs> supermarket. I got a fucking oh, Cleveland. <laughs> I mean something, something in that oh, realm. Poor. See, Bill, this is what happens when you, you show, don't show up, up. You can defend yourself, yep. but you, you don't show up. You <laughs> oh get, you get, we're like trolls. We're yeah, talk- exactly, exactly. We won't do it to your face. We're troll, yeah. When, when he comes oh, in, we'll just keep our eyes on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Mm. Cleveland. Hi, Bill. Cleveland's awesome. Yeah. We yeah. love Cleveland too. Um. All right. So. <laughs> That's Emily o, at um, Emily O'Hara with the E-M-E-L-I-E. That's at Stephen Koo with a P-H. And at Marty U at Bill 
Tweederson, not Twatterson. It's Twatterson, sir. Twatterson. Ah, <laughs> see, no one will ever know. At Nooner Dan Marty. Never gets old. Email at uh, Never Nooner gets Podcast funny, but never gets old. No, never gets old. <laughs> at Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, shit. See, this is the part of, where I have to stall. So I get this ready. And then uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Five, four, three. Pimp that one. Time to pimp that fuck. Time to pimp that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.